the state of Shonen Jump. Before I take down the webcam for this video, uh, I want to touch on two real big things here. Subathon over on Twitch this week and next. This will allow for you to have your, you know, whole game or your whole series up here. That's why I've got the shape. Um, you know, I have the, the nice little um, avatar over there. The whole goal for this is upgrading the GPU. Uh, we have a video talking about some sub goals. Monday uh, is going to be Manga Monday. We're going to be reading some more Fire Force, uh, trying to wrap that series up. And we're going to be mostly every day for the next two weeks doing two hours a day. Um, a couple days might be less because I have appointments from, you know, this whole surgery thing. But the whole goal is to upgrade the GPU. Five subs. You get a made outfit punishment stream. Ten episodes. Whoever, uh, or... Ten subscriptions. We're not editing this. Uh, ten subscriptions we're going to be doing. At whatever that tenth person that subscribes is going to be recommending a game, a series, something to watch. Going to say it again this video, like I did the podcast before this. No, no NSFW games. Uh, no Fuda Dick and Dash. No... Um, Thin Boy Bangers, no Cherry VX, Ann Arbor. I'm looking at you, uh, because I I know some of our subscriber base is going to recommend a hentai game because I portray the hentai devil. As funny as that is, I can't get away with it on Twitch. Uh, that's very very TOS. That will put all of it into jeopardy. I would not be opposed to be playing one of those games inside Discord though. At Every 10th subscription, we'll do another game or series you guys have recommended. We'll check out a couple chapters of it or play the game. I already have a couple that I owe to previous subscribers or Point Redemption. I know I got to play through Digimon Survive, which I was already going to anyway. Uh, World of Final Fantasy. And then there's a Fight of the Gods uh, day that uh, Zangetsu had uh, requested. So we'll begin through those. <laughs> And then slowly after like this next two weeks of subathons wrap up and get back to our regular Twitch content, I will at 100 subscribers read through the entirety of My Hero Academia. You can watch me suffer. Make me suffer. I, I am welcoming that. So, yeah. Also, on the Monday stream, we're going to be taste testing a drink from my childhood that came back. Thank you, Mountain Dew, for bringing it back. Um, although it was a limited time supply, I got my hands on six cans of it. We're going to try it, and then that will probably be devoured out of our fucking refrigerator after that. That being said... This is going to be a quarterly series. Every quarter we're going to be revisiting this particular topic and see what the state of Shonen Jump is. With that, I'm going to kill this webcam before it overheats. Take it away, guys. Alright, so um, it's a good job we're doing this today because we've just had the announcement. That, well, potential rumors of a series um looks like it's about to wrap up which as soon as they started talking about a particular affair I was like yeah it looks like we're reaching the end game which uh, which is Duran Duran um so yeah that's a series that started off with potential because I did like the concept um 
and the characters were like were were very very fun particularly the two main characters and <laughs> just the fact that one of them had the ability to shapeshift into any um item that they wanted so i was, we, I was there was a lot of jokes of just like merchandise galore here merchandise galore um but it started to get it started to get stale uh, stale uh, 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 towards where we are right now. And yeah, when they were announcing like, oh, if we kill all the Mononoke, uh, uh, if we kill the boss of the Mononoke, all of them will go back to their world. I'm just thinking like, yeah, it's looking like it's about to wrap up. And the funny thing about it is that it had what I like. What I think um, Fex, Red, and pretty much myself like to call the Taiju effect. Oh God! Because because you have you had one character in uh, Duran Duran who, for I don't think people really talked to them, so literally written out of the series. And there was a gag that I had for weeks, just saying, "Where is this character?" Kind of like the "Where's Waldo?" gag. Oh god! And only recently they just came back. I'm just like, "Oh, there they are!" So my gag ends. So I have not had the pleasure of reading this series. It was one that I was. Um... I'm going to read at some point, right? And then I just never did. But I I have heard a lot of this, like, having the Taiju effect kind of thing. And I'm just like, okay, that kind of makes sense. It, a lot of these series now are having that, you know, character that everybody hates or drives them away kind of thing. But at the same time, you have the, um, the fucking character kind of going away yeah and coming back um did you ever watch the dub of dr stone luke uh yeah i did okay so you of course luke did it's dr stone it's dr stone i uh i i honestly thought you watched the sub okay no, no, I, I get, I gave, I gave them both a chance. The dub for Dot Stone is okay. It's, it is it's, okay. It's okay once you get past those initial few episodes. But tell me the dub for Taiju and the sub for Asta in those first few episodes don't line up in annoyingness. <laughs> oh yeah, they, they, they do. You wanna know? You wanna know what's funny? Um, I can't remember where this was from can't remember where this was from but somebody said at one point that um, the dub actor for taiju his favorite line was more what was like the hold on senku she's naked <sighs> of course it was I, yeah uh but yeah when taiju in the beginning is like i'm fr- i'm finally free i can move my body i'm just like oh okay taiju calm down buddy right and he's happy to be able to yeah, yeah, but okay, you gotta to, calm down. He's happy to come and try and come inside Yuzuriha. Um, but no, like that's the thing. Like th- that initial declaration, right, gave me the same vibe as the "I'm going to be the Wizard King," you know, energy from the sub of um of Black Clover, and I thought this could be detrimental to the popularity of. It. And then you know, as you go down the, because I watched the whole dub with my ex. Oh, ironically. Okay. Um, it got better. They, yeah, what did they think of it? Like, they, of Dr. They, Stone in general? They like the series, the themes. Um, 
I don't know if they kept with it after I left them. Um, but they very much hated Taiju as okay. a character. And I'm like, that's pretty fucking common, honestly. You know, he's not the liked protagonist. That's why they went to Senku. You know, yeah, it's it's crazy because um, looking back on looking back on um, on uh, Taiju, like, because I'm revisiting revisiting the chapters because I'm doing like a backlog of the chapters. He, he, um, there are actually moments of intelligence. Like ta- people say that Taiju is not the smartest two in the shed, and he isn't. But there are moments where he's like, uh, where he's like relatively intelligent, like. Uh, when he when he suggests like oh we use we'll use what we'll use grapes because uh that wine comes from grapes mm-hmm. and even senku acknowledges that yeah i mean he's he's not incredibly intelligent but he's also not stupid he's not he's not uh i, I like to i like to because i apologize to people who like this character but he's not on magma's level of stupidity no, he's not. Or, um, or, or yo. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yo. Yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> no, no, but, like, the whole reason we bring up, like, the Taiju effect is it was the same feeling for those two characters from what I'm uh, getting at. Yeah. I, I, it, can I just say, can I just say yeah. something before I forget? Yeah. And also looking back on, looking back on the on the chapters it's pretty obvious like a lot of people think like oh taiju was going to be the main character but looking at the end of the first chapter of Doctor, it's pretty obvious who they're setting up to be the main character at that point yeah i'm pretty sure senku was always meant to be uh the, the main protagonist yeah because yeah, ta- i feel like the only reason people said t- they felt taiju was supposed to be the main protag it's because uh, Taiju does have like a lot of the shonen protag trope stuff, like mm-hmm. uh, uh, with the very similar to like Luffy and Asta and all them. He's hot headed, headstrong, thinks with thinks with his back and not with his works with his back and not with his brain. Yeah, relatively but... smart, but not. The, but has other people that do the thinking for for him. Like, I feel like Senku was always meant to be the protagonist. Yeah, because you get that impression right early on, like literally at the end of the first chapter, and then when Tsukasa comes in, it's pretty obvious at that point. Oh, yeah. So the next the next big one that I want to dive into, because uh, I'm pulling up Jump here, uh, is Ayakashi Triangle? Can we explain why we're doing this? We I feel like we should explain why we're doing this video series. Um, yeah. So uh, and I've uh, I've got the list of what's currently in Jump Up. At okay, the you want to go through that list, and I'll be right back, and we can explain the whole purpose of this. I okay, go so me a lighter. <laughs> what we've got in the main magazine, because obviously we've got Chainsaw Man and Ayakashi Triangle, which uh, which we could technically count. Because uh, they were both technically in the magazine, so we'll count them. But we've also got Sakamoto Days, One Piece, My Hero, Akane, Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, Black Clover, Witch Watch, Me and Roboco, uh, Blue Box, Elusive Samurai, Undead Unluck, PPPPP, uh, High School Family, Mashal, Mission Yosakura Family, Super Smartphone, Aliens Reader, Duran Duran, and Earth Child. And there's meant to be a couple of series starting soon, and we know that Duran Duran is potentially on its way out. 
I can very easily see Earth Child going out as well because it's been at the bot it's been at the bottom for a while. People people are very unanimously saying that it's not one of the best series out there and I only read the first chapter. It was it wasn't for me and to be honest and to be honest, the first chapter it was basically see it it was pretty much a one shot. That's what the first chapter was. It was a one shot. I did not keep up with it. And then when Party Jams explained to me what was happening in the series, I was like, uh what? <laughs> what the hell? Oh, uh, we're talking about Earth Child here? Earth Child, yeah, because the Is it bad uh, that uh, I knew exactly what you were talking about with zero context because my headphones were plugged into my mic? <laughs> yeah, because I'm looking at the uh latest one before before Jump went on break last week. Earth Child was at the bottom. That makes sense. I honestly feel like that will be the next one to axe, and I kind of wish Party James could be in here with us, because I think he stuck with it, didn't he? He stuck with it, and he pre- and he pretty much rallied about, rallied about it at one point. I remember. It just... Yeah, it was you hilarious. You sent me that, that when you were doing those streams with him. Like, you sent me that, I'm like, oh, he really don't like the series. He really doesn't like it, and also, he really didn't like one point in Undead Unlug, where uh, it was something to do with Ragnarok Rag happening in uh, in Undead Unlock, and he was trying to scientifically explain it. And uh, what and one smart was arguing with him. And I've just got to say it right now: the last chapter, one of the last chapters of Mission Universe of Mine, where you have Kai and Creature arguing about not arguing about stories and that. I'm like that reminded me of one smart and. Party jobs arguing about <laughs> Undead Unlocked. There are so many better series to argue about, too. Like, goddamn. <laughs> well, I honestly, really just want to say child, I only have one word. What? I, I read the first chapter off screen, and because everybody's like, I should, read, I should read the first chapter and do my thoughts on it. And I'm like, I have no thoughts, just like the author. <laughs> Yeah, it's clear after after the first chapter, they really had nowhere, no nowhere to go with it. It was basically like if um, I know I know I love the series, but I I I have to call it out. Like it was basically like at once um, uh, the escape from Gracefield in Promised Neverland happened. It was like, uh, what do we do now? And they needed kind of like a while to figure stuff out. So we had the forest arc and the music and Sungju arc. Oh, remember when music and Sungju came back to the series to do fucking nothing? Uh. Well, to be fair, Muchka did have a purpose in the ser- in the series when she came back. Uh, no, the, it, the bad it, blood, yeah, but like no, it, that, they, I, no I was gonna say uh, she was basically the Jesus of Promise Neverland. Yeah, yeah, at least Goldie Bond was pretty cool. A lot of people. That's the thing. That's the thing that um, that. I believe shot to the the I, most effects of just how many people love the Golden I hated it arc. as a manga. I hated it as a manga. It would have worked so much better animated. Because you could see that there were meticulous set pieces, but it just did not translate well with Pozaku's art style, right? Yeah. They are a surrealist artist. They like drawing bizarre shit. Drawing a Pandora's box of weapons there for what was her name jillian to utilize yeah. like fucking tintin did uh, not translate I... well for their art style 
But if it would have been animated, it would have been like this really cool, intricate scene. Oh yeah, definitely. And the battle with Lewis would have that was the battle with Lewis in Promised Neverland was just basically red flag of just animate me, animate me, animate me now. And they didn't. No, it was a gotcha game. Um, Can I just ask a question uh, quickly? Would you describe um, Chainsaw Man's art style as uh, as surreal? Yeah. And it's very... I feel like a lot of the stuff I look at while reading Chainsaw Man is surreal, so yeah. <coughs> yeah. Um, what's your opinion on the um, anime trying to go for realism with it? Go for it. I don't give a shit. As long as it's well animated... And it, I know where you're going with this argument. You I know where I'm going with this. I, 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 I am... wanna, I wanna unwrap this can of worms. Um, I'm not gonna, but... I'm not, not gonna but... mention their name. <clears throat> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um. So, it, so to clarify, there's a content creator by the name of Packer Girl that's been going on a rant about multiple things. Uh, but mostly now saying that Fujimoto wouldn't approve the art being taken from surreal to realism when the man has clear and direct input, as stated in the fucking production of the anime. And they're like, that's lies, that's slander, that's... touch grass, plus grace. Yeah. Also as well, going crazy over the, basically the pickiest They shit out, of... what, four videos on the three minute trailer alone? Yeah, and going off of just like the most pickiest of pickiest things, like there's not enough bands on Aki's head, the blood is too thick. It's like, what? First of all, I don't know about you, but um, we're 17 minutes in. Ever get cut? Blood is pretty thick. I, I had to make sure we were far enough in in the video because I was away for a good like two minutes to yeah. say anything violent in any regard. But how the fuck is getting a paper cut violent? The word <laughs> "cut" could be taken as like a self harm thing, I guess. I mean, fair enough. But yeah, like, and it's also... very, very stupid. The the new the reason I'm bringing that up is because there's a new way <clears throat> that you have to declare for monetization. So if you monetize a video, like the podcast being the only thing that's really monetized on the channel other than the Chainsaw Man reviews for part one, um, is and then any of the sol- solo stream archive shit is monetized because I'm the one making the content there. Um, but those guidelines take a grade of like violence and political themes and i'm not even attempting to monetize the last podcast we filmed uh, yeah because <laughs> that's like um, a high levels of political talk and it'll just get immediately age gated i'm just gonna leave it on monetize so it gets full effect but like no th- those types of things are now all baked into the monetization on the back end of youtube on the, on the creator studio side of things that you guys the viewer cannot see so, like, the rule of thumb for YouTube is, like, after 10 minutes, nobody really fucking cares. You know, that's when, like, the bot allegedly stops fucking picking up anything when they scan it for monetization purposes. I, I know that's fully bullshit. That's fully bullshit. The bot fucking scans your whole thing. But that first minute in particular has to be the most sanitized bullshit on the planet to get any form of monetization to. 
Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But explaining YouTube analytic bullshit uh, and a podcast about the state of Shonen Jump, it's the <laughs> most controlled chaos thing ever. Yeah. Point being, well, like this particular content creator was making those types of videos and complaining about those every little microcosm of shit that was wrong to her. Yeah, and, and also as well, just this will be my last thing I'll say about her. Um, whenever she said like. I'm not sponsored by Shreisha, not sponsored by Fist, not sponsored by Manga Plus, and it's kind of crazy considering I promote Manga Plus on the channel. And I'm just there looking at her videos and thinking like, okay, yeah. you're not sponsored by Manga Plus. And you're oh, using the full art panel for the thumbnail. Not, it's not that. Not filtered, not, you know, with any sort of logo, not with any sort of art direction, not with anything on it. And it's from a scanlation site too. Yes! Yes, yes, yes. And I'm just there. Being the fucking water. She didn't cut the watermark off of the one you tagged me in, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm just there going, asking, asking her, like, look, I, I'm saying it to her, look, this is why you're not sponsored. Right. Not also, sponsor they, don't, they don't sponsor people that no filter, no effort shit. You know, they're not going to be like, oh, you have... I didn't, I've never seen the person's channel. I just saw the thumbnail. I'm not going no, to give she, them... All, all, all she does is just do reaction. She'll literally sit there, re, um, read the read the chapter, uh, read the chapter... So she King of Lightning's it. Pardon? She King of Lightning's her content, basically. Yeah, yeah, basically King... Uh, like, she'll just sit there, read the chapter. It's basically reaction, and she'll make little, comment, little, comment, little commentaries. Um, like what uh, I do on Twitch for Manga Monday. Oh yeah, for like Mar for like Mark well, well, Monday. That kind of thing isn't like a necessarily bad thing. Like I think King of Lightning does a pretty. Oh no, it's point. not necessarily a bad thing. It's just when it, it's, it's just the the no efforting of the thumbnail and then complaining about the fact that she's not getting sponsored while yeah, also yeah, King pirating. Of, King of Lightning has some. Okay, I wouldn't say elaborate thumbnails, but I'd say like he puts effort into mm -hmm. into it. Hell, I'm not. I'm I'm not Professor. I'm not Professor Tyler of Thumbnailology 101. Because when I, like, our you, thumbnails are very fucking basic on this channel too. I'm not saying yeah. that like they're they need to be elaborate, but it, it's very much like the fact that you one leave the site that you scanned the fucking uh thing from in there, like the whole fucking watermark, and two you're over here complaining about not getting sponsored while doing leaving the thumbnail as just a full like here is a white manga panel. <laughs> yeah. At least, at least with at least with at least with me, I, it's like I do do the very basic bare minimum. Yeah, you you thumbnail, you, you filter it, you throw up your avatar up there, you do stuff like that. Like even Tyler, when you did manga content, like you arguably put more effort into your thumbnails than she does because you weren't pirating it and then complaining about pirating <laughs> and not getting sponsored. That that that's the big thing for me, like. You can have the most basic thumbnail and get a lot of reach, or you can have the most elaborate thumbnail and get a lot of reach. But don't complain about the company not sponsoring you, even if you're shilling for them. Like, I shilled in the last podcast, like, the Epic Creator Code. We're not sponsored by Epic, but when you use that code, we get a kickback. You know? Yeah. There's different levels of those types of things. Like the affiliate ship we have with Kill the Crooks. We're not sponsored by them. We're their affiliates. We get a kickback whenever you use Control Chaos. You know, 
I think it's like 15% we get back every time somebody uses that code. I think it's like 25 from Epic. I haven't checked the creator fund in like three months. Um, but like those types of things are very different than a full-on sponsorship. Like here we will pay you to read your con this content kind of thing. You yeah. have to make your way up in those types of ladders before you even get that kind of kickback. But um, are we going to talk about Ayakashi Triangle in this yeah. whole thing? Because yeah. it's still technically Jump, but it's not in the Jump app. Well, it was it was in the magazine for two years. It's the same thing, I think, why we can talk about Chainsaw Man, because they technically were in the magazine. Yep. Um, uh, so, I want to go down, like, categories here for what we're going to talk about in this. We want to talk about their staying power, their influence... We want to talk about, like, how long we think they're going to last, and if their fandom is going to survive, if it's going to die off and fade into obscurity kind of thing, because a lot of these uh, series are nearing their end right now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we should get, uh, after I caution, we should get, like, the big ones out of the way. Yeah. So, um, the big, the big, big, big thing right here is... Why we're going to revisit this topic is we want to see how accurate our predictions are for, like, the, the staying power or the, like, um, how long they're going to last. I think. And, like, the reason we're doing this video um, is because we keep seeing things like, and this is not a diss to any other content, but things like Eyepatch Wolf's uh, State of Shonen Jump videos. A lot of people saying, like, it's not really a fair... Um, in comparison for a lot of these series because he feels incredibly biased yeah uh, towards certain series he very much is in denial of like my hero academia's ending a lot of these um he won't even give them like the time of day kind of thing right because he doesn't like the fan services topics or you know whatever you may have in those kind of uh videos this is not openly dissing that because the amount of work i don't think a lot of people think about that goes into something as impressively edited this is very much a different thing than like us having our fucking discord pictures up here like this man puts a lot of work into editing scripting tying this all together and a lot of time and research into those types of things even if the research is like not always accurate the sheer amount of force power uh, that it takes to go in and to make a video like that once a year is impressive um, yeah, I I definitely agree on that front. As biased as it is, and like not, and the why I feel like this format is a lot better here is we have three people with three varying opinions. Next time we might have six people. You know, there's a whole revolving cast of characters for us that could weigh in on these topics. Like, I'm not a fan of my hero academia. Like I said at the beginning of the podcast, so I'm incredibly biased against that. I know you guys aren't the biggest fans, but Tyler, at one point, you very much was in, were in love with that series, and you kind of fell out of it. <clears throat> so I feel like that makes it a little bit more fair, having a panel versus one person's opinion. Um, as for, like, the staying power predictions and the, the, like, kind of where the series will go or when it will end... Because we're in such a weird phase of jump here recently where we're like heavy on the axing and heavy on the, the series ending, we don't really have a lot of series to go through. 
before yeah. we get to that, like, throw all the things at the wall and hope one of them sticks pace that we were in, like, seven years ago. With, like, Red <laughs> Sprite and Demon's Plan and all that shit. And Hungry Joker, that era of Jump. Where it was kind of like the Wild West of, you know, uh, comics. So I really do enjoy seeing those predictions and how far we go. I, I think, like, Ayakashi Triangle, though, is a great place to start because it is such a unique premise. Because we have a, ma a, a series that not only switched magazines, it switched publishers here in the West. It went from being a Viz title and very much a Viz-sponsored uh, product to now it's Yen Press that is trans um, is doing the uh, localization here, and I I'm going to pull up last week's or the last chapter of Ayakashi uh, real yeah, quick. I thought it was Seven Seas that was doing. Oh, it. Seven Seas, Seven Seas. You're right. You're right. I'm wrong. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, localize uh, localization by uh, Media Medium Bang Inc. Okay, Media Bang did. Uh, Media Bang. Uh, I forgot that's also a paint um, uh, app. Um, Media Bang Inc. <clears throat> Posting illustrations and manga. Blah, 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 blah. So, not really finding a lot on Media Bank. Publisher profile, uh, Global Comics. Here we go. <clears throat> they do Witch Sister, Warnaguna. Um, they do a lot of weird stuff. Apparently, Tokukatsu. They're the same imprint as Source Point too, apparently. Or uh, no, this is just like a full um, app thing. Never mind on that. So yeah, uh, Media Bang Inc. Company profile Shibuya Ku Tokyo. That would be more close to it, I would guess, right? I assume so. Periodicals, yeah. I would seem like a more corporate side of thing. I'm not paying for a trial to figure out exactly what all their shit is on there. Anyway, point being, we switched uh, localization, we switched um, publishers all in the span of two years, right? Yeah. So in two years, we've seen what was seemingly like more of a lighthearted, etchy series with very, very heavy on the fan service uh, moments at times, go from regular jump to jump plus, where we see things like Spike's Family, Abyss Rage, a lot of these more mature or pseudo popular titles heading. Uh, Fire Punch was originally over there, and then Fujimoto came over to uh, Weekly Shonen Jump for Chainsaw Man Part 1, and then back to jump plus for Part 2. So we see that there is immediate potential for success in both of these um, magazines. However, having had a 
half of your run in one and then half of your run in the other seemingly by the length of most of Yabuki's titles were about halfway through that could change or could not change who knows but the man doesn't really make a lot of longer running series and they're usually in the 150-ish range give or take yeah I think the um, longest he's had is uh, Tool of Rue, because they had mm -hmm. Tool of Rue and Tool of Rue Darkness. Yeah, and then I believe it was uh, Black Cat was the next one, and then... No, no, Black Cat was before was before Tool of Rue. No, I mean, like, in terms of length, I think uh, Black Cat oh, okay. was that, that middle ground, and then uh, his others are much smaller. Um, I feel oh, like we so... looked it up a little bit when I started reading Ayakashi Triangle on Manga Monday's streams. But well, and then that that begs the question: like, if Chainsaw Man Part Two is on Manga Plus, on on, on a Jump Plus, mm -hmm. then why isn't and, and I can still read it on the Jump app? What why is a uh, uh Ayakashi Triangle not also here as well? Uh, it seems like a weird question to be asking now, but it I is on the it. it's on the app. It, it's on Ayakashi Manga Plus, Triangle? not inside of the Jump regular app it's never been on the actual uh american jump app i've always had to go to either uh the, the website or to um the uh, manga plus app is where i just kept reading it because i have both on my phone um yeah i never understood that it's because of the age restriction on that content they're deemed 18 plus oh. just like that one um that one chapter of Chainsaw Man Part 1 was 18+. plus. You had to go to the, the website to view it. The lesbian harem chapter. Was Which I of. cannot wait for that to be animated. I can't wait for the Puritans to get a hold of that one. Um, no, but like... I, I find that one the most interesting concept here. Because I don't know if that's going to affect its popularity. I had to move my mic because I'm leaning back. Um, from what I'm, from what I'm seeing, it hasn't it, it hasn't really affected its popularity. It's still pretty. It's still a very po fairly popular series, right? And with the and with the anime coming next year, right? Like you you have a very bizarre case for some of these too. Like you you see that Fire Punch wasn't as popular as Chainsaw Man, right? Right, but. The second Chainsaw Man became popular, you saw people go, like, going in and diving into the one-shots, like Look Back, Goodbye Airy. You saw a lot of people dive into uh, Fire Punch and getting traumatized by that series. Um, yeah, with, I think... But with Ayakashi Triangle, it's a whole different scenario because you have a very specific audience attracted to this type of manga. You know, yeah. it's being more on the pervy side of things. It's very much more fan servicey. It's very much more on that eighteen plus esque style of content, but it's not fully like hentai. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, well, I'm on um, Manga Plus now, and it's um, more popular than Oshinoko and Aka and Akane. And Akane is quite very popular at the moment. Oh yeah, and that's the the weird thing to me, right? Like you have a clear desire for this, um, like you got Chainsaw Man in first place, One Piece, My Hero, um, and then you have Jujutsu Kaisen, you have Spike's Family, Dragon Ball Super. I'm trying to skip like the multiple entry ones here. Like you have five, six different translations of um. Uh, 
my hero in here. Yeah. Um oh uh, and also and also it's amazing and how much I feel like this is still gonna have staying power. Um we'll get to it when we get to it. Mm-hmm. Um Ruri Dragon, despite it going on hiatus, still at number eleven. I love that. I love that for that author. Um and we'll yeah. get to that one eventually. Um but no like and you're right, like it, it is very much above Akane. I couldn't believe that. And Akane is being pushed as like one of the new standards for jump. Uh, yep. And I fucking love that that series is having the success it is. I'm not a fan of it, but... And that's fine. Right. Um, but it's it getting this much success is very heartwarming because it's a super niche style story as well. And that's why it doesn't attract me uh, as much as like P5. Um, but with Aikashi Triangle, I think the... I think the last things I'm going to say on it and then kind of defer to you guys and kind of let one of you take in the next uh, pick for jump here. I I don't think it's going to have a lot of staying power fan-wise because this is also a style of series that is literally 17 things per year. You get those super heavy fan service titles. What made it so successful in this regard is you had a veteran author, somebody that wrote To Love Rue, somebody that wrote Black Cat. You know, it was a very popular author at the helm of a more uh, mature series again. Uh, I don't think it's also going to last too terribly much longer. I feel like we'll have it ending in the next year and a half, two years. Just on its current release schedule of three on, one off, you know. But I do think that that may change depending on the popularity of the anime as well. Because it has a a series structure that can be stretched ad infinitum or in tomorrow. And that's a lovely new trend in Jump that I'm such a fan of. Because it allows authors to have more flexibility for if their series gets cancelled. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think as well. Like, like I said, I feel like it will get a boost in popularity from the anime, but uh, I'm not really sure how how much how much more it how much more it will because you had that you Yuna and the Haunted Hot Springs, which had an which had an anime, but no one really talked about talked about it afterwards, and that. That went on for quite 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 a while. Um, went on for four years, and I feel like, like you said, probably um, Ayakashi will go on for that long as well. Um, as much as I would like it to go on for a little, for a little bit longer, I really don't. I really don't know because wh- from week to week, it kind of does it does its own does its own thing does its own thing. Really, I mean, you get like these little mini arcs, but not really anything major at the moment overarching story story wise with it yeah and and the thing with that is is you are able to self-contain a lot of these stories and resolve them pretty quickly like you have stuff like the shadow may arc that went on for quite a few chapters but you also it didn't last that long either you know and now she's nowhere to be found i'm sure she's still doing her own thing but at the same time like you have that plot resolved within the span of basically two months yeah. So yeah. I, I, I love. Go, go, go ahead. I I love that too because you you don't start dragging on story wise and you can always have that fresh feel and it's be really snappy. 
Uh, so the same feeling I get with Witch Watch, right? Like it mm-hmm. resolves itself pretty consistently, not getting bogged down by a lot of the overarching plot. And that's why I love Slice of Life so much is because you have the ability to just have these little moments where the characters, like even as pervy as fucking um, Ayakashi Triangle is, you have those good wholesome moments too where you have moments where like um, we're having the the split personality stuff with the Ayakashi medium I love. Yeah. Because you you had to go through and uh, appease every single one of those personalities with Shadow maybe and like the overarching domineering one you know with his uh, lifelong friend um, you know have that moment of like do you really not like kind of doing this you know because you have this side over here wanting to take your body over and this side over here not wanting to be a part of it. You're conflicted in of yourself. So what's really going on here? Um, and then the the childlike um, personality coming back and like, I'll be here if you need me kind of moment was really wholesome too. And because that way she can still kind of um, be a part of this innocent side of her. Even though like at the end of the day, her entire goal now is to fuck him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, but I just, I just really wish that they would actually do a little bit more with the two side friends, Yayo and and Lucy. Like, I love Lucy as a character, just oh, for yeah. the fact that she's just like, uh, oh, I don't believe it. I don't believe in. I believe in aliens, but I don't. It's basically like, uh, oh, the, is it, uh, Momo from um, uh dawn to dawn she's basically that's basically what it is it's basically like those two characters from dawn to dawn rolled into it's like i believe in aliens but i don't believe in the supernatural oh yeah it's it's very much in that and i love that new trend of like like, i i hate using this reference but it's almost like the people will go out and hunt bigfoot but don't believe that you know there's another cryptid in another fucking state or they they believe in religion, you know, where you have the whole fucking supernatural being, you know, that pays for all of our sins, but at the same time, like aliens can't possibly exist. <laughs> yeah, or or they don't or or they don't believe the earth is round. <laughs> God. And those people need to be pushed off the side of the earth, you know, because yeah. the earth is flat, you know. <laughs> yeah, I I I it just baffles me like how can they live in a world where they believe the earth is flat but uh but yet we can have hills and mountains uh don't don't go math science in me <laughs> but yeah and also one thing i was gonna say uh last thing about air crush triangle is that i do like shadow may as a, as like this sort of pseudo antagonist like she's not She's not the most threatening. She's not as threatening as Momo Yozakura, but uh, when she gets serious, it's like, okay, yeah, this is kind of like, yeah, you don't want to mess with her. <laughs> oh yeah. So should we talk about Hunter Hunter, or should we just say fuck that and uh, wait for it to actually come back? I think, I think we should wait for Tyler Tyler to come back because uh, there's what, because I feel like there's. Actually, since I brought up uh, with uh, Yosakura, we could. I think like we we should get the elephant out of the room here, or in this case, the um, the blooming out of the room here. <laughs> so I, uh, in full clarification, I have not read last week's chapter. 
So uh, last week's chapter is kind of, is kind of like a bit like okay if you if you didn't think Momo Yosuko was as uh, a scumbag yet, you will you will now love it. So yeah. I, was, uh, I just, just want to get that out of the way. Like I haven't read can that. I, that can I, I just. I haven't read Witch Watch and I haven't read Sakamoto Days yet. <laughs> uh, can I just... Uh, all I'll say is mind control. Love it. Love, God. Yeah. But yeah, I will, I will say like... Oh, Mishio's core family is in like a weird state at the moment because like, like, like people say, it's like the one of the longest running in Jump now and it doesn't have an anime yet. Yeah, we have that, and it's also just to just to clarify, like we have Hunter Hunter seemingly ending because um, Togashi is pretty much determined to wrap it up at this point, right? We have Doran yeah. Doran ending. We have Mashal in his final arc. We have we have my hero in its final arc. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen looks like it's going to be ending in the next couple of years. Black Clover next mm-hmm. couple of years and One Piece in like the next. I, because um, Oda said that he hopes to end it in three years, which would right. be twenty twenty five. Yeah. So and people were like, "What are you talking about?" But like, think about that for a moment, right? You have all those series ending, right? One of them canceled, but whatever. Uh, you have all those series ending here relatively within the same period of time. And then you have Mission Yosa Core Family, who hasn't had an anime announcement yet, but fucking Blue Box has. You have... Well, to be fair, Blue Box is just rumored. It's not... I don't think it's been officially announced yet. You have Kaiju Number 8 getting an anime from Jump Plus. You have... I mean, that one is confirmed now. You have Sakamoto Days being uh, rumored slash confirmed. And you have Bleach A Thousand Year Blood War on Disney fucking Plus. Welcome to the Mickey Mouse Club. Uh... <laughs> And then you have Mashal, which which is also en- ending as well. Oh yeah, I thought I said that, but I might have missed that one. And I, Undead I, Unlock as well, potentially ending, but that's getting an anime as well. Yeah. So you have all those, but Ghost Fam being this like at one forty, one fifty chapters, still not getting an anime, and fucking Undead Unlock is what, like what seventy. Uh, no, it's uh, it's not that far. From, to be fair, Undead Unlock's not that far behind from uh, Mission Yosu Kofi. It's only like about 15 chaps behind. Okay, it started later than I thought it did. Um, yeah, uh, let me let me just check quickly. Uh, um, what was the last chapter? The last um, chapter I read was 57. Uh, the last chapter of Undead Unlock, if I can find it. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, oh, where is it? <laughs> like, I'll oh, do it. Is 122 chapters. Okay. So I have arguably not read half of the series at this point. <laughs> no, you haven't. And Mitchell's family's last chapter was 141. So, yeah, pretty much um, 15 chapters. Yeah. 15, 17 chapters. Uh, I, I, they're closer than I thought they were. So, it, that makes it even more suspect, right? Like, why is this series not getting an anime? Because it is arguably, like, with it being the longest running series, it is going to be the the centerpiece for Jump for a while, unless it ends relatively soon as well. I do not see that. That's the problem. Like, 
Pete, yeah, like Furman, Furman keeps uh, like you and Furman are kind of like in um, agreement that it might be final Arky, but with what's been happening recently in Machinos Covenant, like it's um, from like certain aspects being set up, like this mysterious shadowy figure, this like other organize potential organization out out there. Um, yeah, like with what's... that, it could give it a little bit of a life boost, but I do think that like. A lot of what's going on right now and a lot of the the overarching backplot that we have could be wrapped up relatively easily oh yeah for sure definitely i'm not arguing with that um and the whole thing with momo but what uh what, I lo what i've loved most about what's happening in mission the core family is kind of like what you and red lights about that end of chainsaw man how it's taking a it's a process in taking down market it's the same thing with momo it, of just like how difficult it is and just how much of a threat he actually is <laughs> yeah like there's <coughs> there's clearly a lot left to do with the taking down <coughs> <coughs> taking down momo and a lot of the um the stuff with the reaching gold rank and stuff like that that could be a, a big you know arc in of itself yeah but I, I don't feel like the either of those arcs are going to be overly long and arduous processes of, you know, wrapping up because of how Gandaria writes the story. Because every single, like, what seems like going to be drawn-out arcs have been previously wrapped up relatively quickly. Like, dealing with the, the, the underground facility, um, that whole arc, that was not that long of a process uh story-wise but it seemed like it yeah because it it's definitely like this this should be like okay we need to set up the heist the whole infiltration you go this way you go that way be all super tactical about it but then you have tayo bum rush like 60 dudes get trapped you know seemingly about to sacrifice himself whole family pops up boom done and now we have this dude rotting in a fucking prison cell somewhere. So, you got all that wrapped up pretty quickly. And then Momo rendering the fray. The Momo being the shadowy figure for a while now has been the longest plot process in yeah. that entire series. And it's seeming to reach its conclusion here with this dark YouTube version of things going on. And then the whole, like, attacking the, the Spy Association and kind of... Him seemingly having remorse, but not having it at the same time. For oh, he do, after the last chapter, he does not have remorse. Like, uh, and I, and the thing is, like, with what with what's happened, this is potentially Momo escaping for like the fifty billionth time. Of course, he is. Like that, that motherfucker does not want to die. He does not want to be caught. He. Yeah. He has basically turned himself into the Adolf Hitler of the series with all the crimes he's committed, you know, because he has essentially been genociding for ages trying to refuel his wife's heart, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and, and I made this I made this um, comment in the last in the last video of like um, Momo versus Shao Tucker. Who would take the rank now for the work for the worst for the worst family? Uh, it's for the worst very dad. close. It's very close. Like Shao Tucker is a fucking scumbag. Oh yeah, definitely, de 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 definitely. But like Momo is on a whole other level of fucked up. 
Like, you have <laughs> one, like, I can only afford to feed one of y'all, so, uh, Chimera. Versus, I'm going to kill people for, like, 25 years and steal their essence to fuel my dead wife's heart tube. <laughs> so that, uh, and then, and then have myself be a whole and have us all be a happy family again whilst on a pile of whilst on a pile of corpses literal pile of corpses that's not it's not playing with words like the dude was standing on a pile of corpses <laughs> yeah like it, it, it's very hyperbolic to say like he's Hitler-esque, but when you have a mound of corpses to play witch doctor, that's pretty bad. Yeah, uh, that is pretty bad. But like, I, I can see this one having a lasting fan base because you have a clear and passionate fan base there for the series. The, like, it won't be on like a JJK or my hero level of like staying power fan wise, but I feel like it'll reach that like niche side of Anna Twitter, manga Twitter. Where you have shit like Kogia sitting, you have you know your Sao fanboys stuff like that. It'll have that ar- that rabid fan base over there. Yeah, and somebody actually did give an interesting, in- interesting but also worrying uh, comment that the reason why uh, it doesn't have an anime uh, yet uh, is because they're doing um, Hitman uh, Reborn doing... remake. Mm-hmm. They're doing what? Hitman Reborn remake. Oh no! It wasn't to do with Hitman uh, Reborn. Uh, it was the uh, Demon Slayer slash JJK effect, really? where the, where they they're probably looking for a sort of underground um, animation studio to do it, but give it like the absolute all uh, go all all into like get everyone talking about it and be like, oh, now it shoots up in shoots up in the rankings and everything. See, I don't, I don't want them to work an animation studio to death like Mappa got with JJK, though. I don't either. I don't either. Um, but it seems like, despite people thinking that Jump don't care about Mission Yosuko family, like if you look at if you look at the um, cover of the last chap of the last um, of the last cover, which is on the Fizz app, like the main page, you see Asta, not not Asta. Uh, Deku, Luffy, and Yuji in the front there, and if you look at, if you look over to the left side, you see Tayo um, right right in between Akane and whoever the name of the main character is from Elusive Samurai. So it is it is kind of like one of the more popular popular ones, but not at the forefront quite yet. No, and and that's the thing. Like I'm I'm not saying that Jump doesn't care about it. Like. I, I see that take a lot on Twitter. I don't think that it's not that. I, I think it's very much like you have a lot of series in this right now that are popularized and at the forefront in this type of genre, right? You have stuff like Tokyo Revengers. You have the Hitman Reborn re, uh, remake being made. And when you get an oversaturation of a genre in any media, look at what we're seeing with the superhero effect right now, for example. Yeah. Right? People are getting burnt out on cape shit, you know, and I know that's a buzzword for that style of shitting on superhero movies, but you have literally four or five series a year, four or five movies a year from Marvel alone. You have The Boys going on on Amazon, Invincible going on on Amazon. You have 
whatever the fuck Warner Brothers still has on their plate after they clean slate, like a goddamn headsman's room here. Canceling Batgirl, seemingly ending the Arrowverse. Like, there's a lot going on at DC that's very worrisome in its own right. But you still have their shit. And you have all the, like, random little tiny animated stuff coming out. You have a lot of stuff in that genre. And that's a lot of the same content. And you see this effect where you get burnt out on it. Like, it's very prevalent in a lot of people for anime too because if you see 85 battle shonen all airing at the same time you get tired of seeing battle shonen you know unless you're yeah. a jarhead power scaler and then you go ape shit you go full monkey mode like this character can't be goku because this little tiny attack that they had 17 episodes ago but even though that they had a massive power bump there i'm going to <laughs> dick ride this one thing and then i'm going to go over here and say goku's stronger <laughs> Ooh, 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 ooh. Mm. Fucking chill. I, I hate, I, I fucking hate those people with a burning passion. I think we all do. Eh, don't, don't, <laughs> don't, dog bark. Uh, don't you worry about a thing, Vex. Uh, soon I'll be releasing my full scale analysis after experiencing the entirety of Dragon Ball. Why Goku cannot defeat a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> Uh, Aside oh. from Superman, the only fictional character Goku cannot defeat is a grilled cheese sandwich. <laughs> okay, I, I, I expect this on the editor's desk tomorrow at 4 p.m. <laughs> Got it! <laughs> I would unironically put that on our channel just as a shitpost video if you want to make that. Um, no, but like... But yeah, I... I, I I think that's why we're getting this like, hold off on it and wait till you see how like Tokyo Revengers this drop off period is, and see where you have like a lot of the drop off from those other like niche anime and also the first effect of the Hitman Reborn remake. And I think we'll get back into like seeing Yost Fan be at the forefront of making an anime, but I still don't see the series lasting another two years. Hmm. It's going to be a tight squeeze, but I think they can wrap up the remaining episode or chapters in two years' time. Unless they drop some major plot-heavy shit in this, uh, whoever the Shattery figure is, that might add some time into it. Yeah, I feel like that's what they're, that's what they're going to... Because the main thing that we need to know about like there's two things i need to know about. i i have to know two about. as well that i need and to it's, know and it's a fit it's a theory that i've had it's a theory that i've had for a while is that because uh, based on uh based on the fact that we've had like uh the gold rank the gold rank um members and how they all connect to the ozakoa family it's my fear of like when when they when they said like oh only the head can uh can give out the blooming to another person is that is that really true Be or is it just or is it just like the head can give out the strongest blooming like the what the blooming that can evolve in in a person because i feel like um i feel like the main thing with a blooming to activate in someone else would be um would be that they have to have a strong connection with the person that they give the blood to and you see that with Kai, because Kai, Kai obviously has some sort of supernatural ability. 
and he has like such a strong connection to Kuritro. So I feel like so I feel like he does have a blooming kind of like how with how they did the whole thing with uh, Tampopo and they were able to get Bloomings. I feel like it's kind of the same thing. It could be, he could even be part of Tampopo, you know, because we don't really know how strongly linked that was because we know that there was at least some human experiments going on with Tampopo. Yeah, Uh, and also as well, one other thing that needs to happen that I need to know is where are the aunts and uncles? You've been on this aunts and uncles crap for because, as long as this... Because it's something that's bugging me. It's like, where are they? Because it's obvious that they have to have aunts and uncles. Do they, though? Do they? Not like... really. Maybe, yeah, cause... maybe Maybe Ray and Momo were only children. My dad was an only child. Yeah. I'm... True, true. But I'm, I'm just looking like... The thing that's... Um, like, historically that's... speaking, there hasn't been a ha- an aunt or uncle mentioned at this point, and that is kind of bizarre, because at least one part in a family tree you would think would have, like, a brother or a sister. I kind of see where he's coming from, yeah. but at the same time, it's a big stretch for, like, a, a bit of plot to be wrapped up, too. I know, I know, and I totally get that, but it's just, like, when we saw that, like, family tree in Chapter 2, I just saw, like, the one before the current generation you saw like other you saw like it stretching out a little bit so i'm just thinking like is that the foreshadowing of like okay yeah ray did have brothers and sisters and we might get an answer to that we might not it might have just been just like the way it was dropped yeah. into the magazine or stretched yeah. digitally Who didn't, the fuck knows? didn't momo have have a brother uh no he didn't like the way he says it is uh the uh, I think what it implies is that those things that he's using, like those dark um, cherry blossom things, are from his DNA. So that's probably what he's referring to of like, oh, they're my brothers. We'll find out eventually, or maybe not at all. Like Maybe not at all. But I, I Honestly, I wouldn't be torn up either way. Yeah. Well, yeah. Iowa Mutsumi get their happy ending. Goichiro gets put gets put somewhere far, far away. Well, to be fair, with Kuricho, with Kuricho, he hasn't really been that creepy recently, and they've kind of gone in, gone into, uh, gone in, into the fact of, like, yes, even he admits that he is creepy himself. Well, I still want him locked in a goddamn padded cell. Um, but also as well, one thing that I really... That I really want to see as well, uh, just because, just because, just because she's the most adorable cinnamon bun and she needs protected twenty four seven. I want to see I in kindergarten. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. Like, I, mean, I don't see any issue with having like a little mini arc of her having her fun, you know, because there's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of need for something like that, you know, right now, especially with how fucked. The recent events have been in that series like i i'm sure she doesn't even know what's going on at the moment no no also as well um i've got to say tyler i said to fex earlier that because he has that they, they sorry sorry they have not read the um the last chapter of mission yosako family and i said i said oh if if people didn't think momo was a scumbag before they will now oh 
So, because you you read you read it, Tyler. So would you agree with that statement? Uh, I wouldn't say I didn't agree with it before, but I agree with it even more now. Yeah. See, I, I I'm planning on reading those um in the next couple of days, but um like with with that like you're you're right like the, there's a lot that can be drawn out from there but what i really need before the series wraps up and probably the next 2 years max is i need to know exactly how far a blooming can evolve because we've seen that they seem to have a track for evolving as time goes on like even like the powers for like fudaba have kind of changed a bit since they were originally introduced like you've seen like more spin-offs of that kengo getting a little bit more spotty there with his you know um so you, we know these abilities can evolve i want to know what the maximum potential for something like them are and that's just my weird like power scaling i want to know how powerful yeah. they are overall and how manipulative they can become because like kichiro's still evolving past where he was when we first were introduced like you see yeah. how much more powerful his stuff's gotten and that's that's another thing as well. We don't know what his blooming is. He's the only sibling we we do not know what what it is. But you you can see like it's getting even more powerful as time goes on. So it's like in the back of the the mind, like I want I want to know how bad he can cut things up with little tiny shreds of metal ish things, um, like almost yeah. like fucking tripwire, like fucking uh, yeah. forty seven garroting a dude, um. But, but I want the other thing ahead. I want to see is I want to know exactly how deep influential the Yozakura family technically is still, because you can tell like at a point removing their name from the registry of the Spy Association would have been detrimental at this point. But given how little Kichiro gave a shit there at that initial meeting, it makes me think that they're a lot more embedded into the backdrop of the society than we initially thought hmm possibly possibly but also as well that what one one other uh one other running gag that needs to end is Red, red's refusal to read it <laughs> i i want at, at 200 subs i'll strap him to this chair with goddamn <laughs> nylon rope and force him to read the first 50 chapters <laughs> And, and my hoe ass has the nylon rope. <laughs> yeah, uh, I just love that being a I just love that being a running gag of like Luke getting Red to read read something that Red's never gonna read. <laughs> like at one point, I had him almost convinced to read Monster, and then he never sat down and did it. And that's the most annoying thing. Like he will start to do a thing, and then he won't follow through with doing the thing. You know, like, we've gotten like... one fucking episode of him playing Kingdom Hearts on the Twitch, and his his entire <laughs> punishment was sitting at least through all of Kingdom Hearts 1, but the whole goal was to get him to play through them all, because you know he would like them if he'd sat down and fucking did the thing, <laughs> but he's too goddamn stubborn to do the thing. This is a red slander hour now, welcome to this. <laughs> And it's great, and it's crazy how he really got into Ruby Dragon right at the beginning. Right, and it, it it's such a fuck you to me. 
It was such a fuck you to me. Because I had recommended 20 other series that are basically similar to fucking Ruby Dragon. And his bitch ass, like, cute dragon girl with horns, me like. <laughs> Which, but, oh, but, oh, I would, I would honestly look, I would honestly love it if, if it turned out that I, uh, the blooming that eyes got in Mission Jones and Crow Family turned her into a dragon. Oh, God. I go from cute and cuddly little ball of fur shape to, oh, I'm going to eat you now. Yeah, that would get read to read it. <laughs> I'm Drogon, but better and more plot relevant. <laughs> But yeah. I know the whole point of Game of Thrones was dragons are bad. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, but no, like the the thing that drives me insane while we while we get onto that oddity, I guess would be the next logical thing. Is like Ruby Dragon got a really interesting immediate popularity spike. Like it. It took off seemingly out of nowhere from that chapter one. I know. I feel like it. I feel like it was like the Spyx family effect. I, I think audiences are more gravitating towards, like at least on the mainstream, are gravitating towards that more cute and friendly. Given how fucked the overall universe is right now, they want something that's going to distract them from the world's problems and the world's politics and all that you know when we're in such a weird time especially here in america politically and you know still in the middle of a fucking pandemic possibly two pandemics at the same time we're like every uh, this at least like our generation and the generation after feel like every other day is a major once in a lifetime event Having something cute and wholesome to read, like Spy X Family or Ruby Dragon or Comey Can't Communicate, something like that is really uplifting in a way. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I mean, I liked Ruby Dragon a lot, a, a lot, but I was not expecting it to be like, uh, like the next, um, the next uh, big thing that people talked about. Yeah, and I, I feel like. I feel like this is a great thing, right? Because Oh yeah, definitely. I don't know about you. We're fucking tired of Battle Shonen. Um Like having a an era of jump that isn't just like seventy five fucking battle shonen is so goddamn appealing to me because pretty beam outweighing other pretty beam can only go so far as a fucking genre before yeah. you wanna beat your head against the wall. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like, and I feel like that's something that Gon Gondaria Gondaria um, uh, knows with Mission's Core Fire, which is why we get like, okay, we get the big action set piece set piece, and then we get the down downtime slice of life um, character interaction moments. Yeah, and see the the, the nice little thing there with Gondaria's writing style. Right is while we get those nice little action set pieces, they don't distract from the actual plot that we oh, have no. going on in the background here. Like every set piece with Spy or uh, Spike's family, for contrast, feels like it's forced because, like, let's take the boat arc for example. 
oh my god, that was the arc that made me feel, that made me was like, I cannot do this anymore. Right, Yor is set up to be such a badass. We know plot-wise that she's one of the best in her business. The best in the world at what I do. You know, but here we have her so distracted by the B plot to her. Because the A plot to somebody like your should and will always be, in her line of work, the mission. Yeah. The B plot to her would be like upholding this fake family. I love that it humanized her. I, I don't, don't distract what I'm about to say from, you know, shitting on it. I love that it humanized her as a character because it shows that she does have a soul beyond the fact that, like, she's essentially an assassin. But her losing focus over that is just against the character that we were established. Because to us, we're thinking, oh, she's going to fuck some shit up here on this boat. And we're going to see a nice little action battle here. Kind of like the stupid tennis arc. <laughs> that was fun to do skits for, that arc was. Like, no, no cap, that was some of the most fun. But, like, the the boat battle was so anticlimactic because in the back of her head, she's yes. like, I gotta protect Anya and Lloyd. These two people should mean fuck all to the overall what's going on right now. Because yeah, a hardened assassin would be like, I gotta kill this guy, and then I gotta go get stab this guy in the throat, and then I gotta jump off of him, and then rip his, this one's throat out, and then I gotta, like, fucking take my little M.A. piercers and jab this guy's eyeballs out. And then that would be the end of the fucking fight. Yeah. Instead, we're over here like, where's Anya? Where's Lloyd? <laughs> yeah, it seems like the problem that I've always had with um, with um, uh, Spike's family is that it kind of it, it kind of feels unbalanced, uh, un unbalanced because it doesn't know it doesn't know whether to be uh, whether super to be action. serious. Or, super, uh, funny. super serious action or slice of life. It seems to be back and forth with that. Whereas I feel like um, Mishiro's family um, perfectly establishes that right away. Okay, yeah, it's gonna be, it's good, it's gonna focus on the family and focus mm -hmm. on their struggles, but whilst also having action on top of that. And and the fact that they got it out of the way of like, okay, we're married, we're family now. It's uh, it, it's, it's so much more, more relaxing to sit down. Yeah, and be like well, that's out of the way. Whereas because of the fact that it's a fake family, it kind of doesn't feel. You can't. You can't. I can't really get attached to them as a family because we know in the back of our minds, like they're fake. They, they, uh, they're they're a fake family, and they know that they're a fake family. <laughs> Okay, and knowing that they're a fake family detracts from all the other shenanigans because we can't get emotionally attached to any of this shit that's going on because it doesn't really matter in the end. Yeah, and the thing that just made me, like, really, like, okay, I'm done now is when we had that big climactic action set piece and it was, like, prepared for that. Then we get a break for a month and then it comes back and it's like, really? We and, waited a whole month for this. And, and not only did we wait a whole month for this, we waited a whole month for a fucking picture or a point one or a point two. And then we come back like six months later and we've only progressed the plot enough to set up. Like from the time we stopped reviewing this series, right? 
we've yeah. had two major plot developments. We've had the, oh, here is Simon's family, you know, and their whole influence. And their overarching influence on the school itself. And now we have the Moms Club. Yeah. That's really all that we've established. <clears throat> and the fun part was, like, the running gag for us as a channel was, we'll cover anything even if it's just a picture. We I made... couldn't do that anymore. When it was four pictures and a point one in a row, I'm like, okay, what what are we doing this for? Like, it's not even funny as a meme anymore. It's, it's just depressing. You know, we made your a fucking wiki feat. <laughs> <laughs> we made your a fucking wiki feat. And even that, even that was stretched into like a 15 minute video. I could not be arsed to do a fucking single chapter review of the series anymore. Yeah, and it's amazing how, uh, I know that it's not the most accurate for ratings, but if you look at, like, how the anime shot up to, like, one of the top ones, and now it's just gone back downhill. Uh, and, and just to clarify, you're talking about the uh, my anime list rankings, and they yeah. are very heavily protected by Full Metal Alchemist stands, unfortunately. Like, yeah, unfortunately. Uh, there, was even... a, there was a very big time where, like, Kaguya-sama was shooting up as a meme. You had Spice Family shooting up. I, I I, honestly think the Spice Family did legitimately earn the ranking it did for a while. Because that first bit of the series was very much why I wanted to review it. You oh, know? yeah, for sure. But, like, one, and I feel like this is the same thing that Demon Slayer is going through. Like, the farther they get in the series, the farther the more they realize, like, it's not that great overall. Like, it has great moments, but it's not a great overall series. And when we get, like, to season two or season three of Spike's Family, we're going to see... I, I don't know how the fuck we'll get a season three right now. We might just get a season two, currently, with how fast the plot's going. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. like, they're, they're going to realize, like, it, it decreases in value over time, and that that's an unfortunate realization. Whereas, like Ruby Dragon, definitely feels like it's going to be on that complete upkeep. Like you're going to have these moments of like her going to terms with her powers and her, you know, developing like her abilities as a dragon, and potentially having like this whole school, uh, really fucking weigh in on like more and more like mythological creatures. I feel like is yeah. what the way we're going to go. Like kind of like Demon Arumakun. But uh, in the school, I've not read the Rumakoo, but I've I read a bit on stream. Yeah, I've got a vague idea of what it's about. Um, but like, yeah, like you said, like there's probably gonna be um more um people who have like um who like have like mythical creature aspects to them in that school, and th that would be really cool. Like, here's a fucking werewolf. Here's a unicorn. Here's a goddamn you know a sphinx. Who who the fuck knows? Like, when you get yeah, mythological uh, beasts into the mix, like, there's a lot of them that really, even in a mythological standpoint, don't make any fucking sense. Oh, oh, you know what would be really interesting? Is if there is, if there's, like, um, one person there who's descended from a, who's descended from a, a, a lineage of knights. Oh, yeah, and, like, the whole, and kind of, that would kind of go into, like, the, the Magu-chan um, territory, like, we have the Holy Knights over here fighting down, like, the demons kind of thing. Um, but it would be, like, instead of that, we're hunting down the heads of all the different mythological beasts to go back home yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. It, but 
there could be like a twist in it. It's like um, this like person whose lineage of the of these knights, what uh, who's who specifically trained to kill drag to kill dragons, mm-hmm. uh, is like oh, oh but. Oh, but I, I, I love her and she's my best friend, but I don't want to kill her. And like that conflicting aspect. Yeah. yeah, and that's if we go down that route, that's probably how we'll get to that point. Um, because at the end of the day, like this is still a school setting, you can't have anything too horrific in like mainstream Trump. <clears throat> but I, I really, I really like the premise of Ruri Dragon as as a whole. Like we can't really judge a whole lot off of the six chapters that we've got so far. But yeah. You know, it definitely has a nice initial setup going, and I feel like once the author comes off of this hiatus, we'll see it, you know, still remaining as popular. It's an oddball because we've only gotten six chapters. We can't really predict a length, but it has a staying power um, kind of story. So it might be reaching, like, the four-year mark. um, Yeah, potentially. Potentially. But also as well, I feel like with the issue um surrounding Ruby Dragon's hiatus. I like like I said on your Twitch stream, I really think there should be like a sit down because uh, I feel like the author of Ruby Dragon uh, kind of had um kind of had like the um because Fujimo is a young is a young um successful author and it seems like and from what we gather, like the um, author of Rude Dragon was younger than um, Fujimoto, mm-hmm. and going on uh, hiatus because of health problems. I feel like what Jump needs to do in the future is say to him, like, "Okay, can you cut? Can you cut it with a weekly series?" And, and there's no shame if you can't. Uh, like the, I think the stream that you're talking about is like delisted at this point um, by Twitch's automatic system because it was a couple of weeks ago when I was playing Stray. Um, All right. So just for clarification for those that weren't watching that, and obviously, like, these don't really coexist in the same plane, um, the podcast audience usually, and then the Twitch stream audience. Um, I was playing Stray, and I, we had this conversation back and forth about, like, the uh, the different magazines and, like, the staying power of a weekly series or a monthly series or a bi-weekly series or, like, a Jump Plus schedule like we're seeing now where, like, you have three weeks on, one week off kind of thing to rest. Um, those seem to be more, becoming more and more popular because a lot of these authors are not wanting to overwork themselves in this industry. That has been really, really heavily criticized about the need to kind of overwork yourself to remain relevant in that scene and continue keeping a weekly series published because a lot of these authors now see how detrimental that like 25, eight lifestyle of a manga author is because you're never really getting a moment to rest because the, you're going from like manuscripting to like drawing to rough draft to like edits, touch-ups all in the span of a week and then pushing it off to the, the magazine to get it, you know, put in all on a strict deadline over and over and over and over again for seemingly five, 10, 15 years for a lot of these authors now and seeing how decayed their bodies have become and like you're needing a special apparatus to draw or you're needing to sit down and take extended health breaks between series or publications because your last one nearly fucking killed you um so you you really now with this popularization of these other magazines and these other imprints like there's not really a need to do that anymore so sitting down and talking with these authors like okay what kind of schedule do you want 
you work on your own schedule. You know, do you want to do a weekly series? Do you want to do a bi-weekly series? Do you want to do this like on our Manga Plus platform? Do you want to do it like in Jump SQ? You want to do Giga Jump? You want to do any of these other different series or these magazines? And then that will allow an author to get a healthier initiation into the industry and see if they would even be up for doing a weekly series. I think that that weekly benchmark should be reserved for people that have been able to consistently put out content again and again and again. That way they know how it will have a toll on their body before they go out and be like, well, I'm 26 going to join the 27 club next year, guys. Bye. <clears throat> you know, that, that this is just like the logical step for the, something like that moving forward. And I feel like it's the same way. Like we're seeing the seasonal uh, anime become so popular because you're not getting that overworking of having a weekly anime, like your bleach or your one piece or shit like that is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, to just go off from what you're, what you're saying there. Um, it's kind of, it's kind of the, it's kind of like the thing with, uh, like Horikoshi mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. And, uh, and the fact that he, uh, the fact that, the fact that he's been able to be just so popular with Hunter Hunter, despite not doing a chapter in like four years, that's, yeah, Just Togashi really, really, like, the minute he made a Twitter account, and it was confirmed to be Togashi, we saw an immediate blow-up in, like, Hunter Hunter, you know, yeah. is coming back. You're seeing a lot of the, like, the promises of, like, keeping on a schedule because he was able to develop a specific apparatus to allow him to sit in a comfortable position to finish his series. I think... Yeah. I think when we talked about it on that stream, like, I think Miura's death was kind of his, like, final, like, well, fuck. Yeah, and I feel like with, um, again, uh, uh, and I feel like, as well, the recent death with, uh, I mean, I know he wasn't working on a, on a manga series at that point, but, um... Takashi. Uh, uh, no, um... Oh, uh... The Yu-Gi-Oh's creator. I feel mm -hmm. like that was one of the ones as well. well that was. Like I think it was a lot of because they were seemingly at least close in like comment leaving. You know, they they seem to be like, and they coming from the same generation and jump. Like when you had that moment, like that's really like outside of Oda, that's the last of my class, either re fully retiring or dying. You know. Yeah. Because you have, um, well, technically, uh, so Kishimoto uh, uh, was in that era too. Yeah, sorry to just interrupt you, but I'll be back in a couple of minutes. Okay, uh, but like having that that like nice little nod off there of like I need to finish my series seems to have really wrapped up that desire for him, and now we're seeing a lot more of this super ramp up pace. I feel like the Dark Continent arc will eventually be able to, like, wrap up pretty well. But to, while Luke's um, doing what he's doing, I feel like Rui Dragon's author needs to sit down and be like, do I want to go to a, a different magazine to lessen my burden? Uh, because that is a very arduous task to sit down and write something weekly. I mean, even from a content creator perspective, like, doing weekly content can be a very, very deep slog. And, like, well, I need to pump out this video or I need to do this thing, or I need to make this edit. I, I'm saying as, like, the, there is a very minimal editing and anything that we produce here. 
but like just that mindset of needing to do this, 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 and this for a young person in particular, it, it seems to be like more of a burden uh, than somebody that's been in this game for 15, 20, 25 years, like some of the veteran authors are. So like out of those first six-ish chapters that we got, we saw the mindset immediately of the author going into like apologetic mode. Um, here's a special drawing because I can't make a whole chapter. You know, there's clearly the desire and the passion to create a series there for them. It's just like kind of overpowered them in particular. Um, and then like the next week we got the confirmation that it was on like basically an indefinite hiatus. Um, because there's no like return date listed. Um, and we saw that sort of recently with like Gij, the JJK author for a while, like taking a nice big hiatus, uh, for their health even. And they're not the, a very old author either. And this seems to be the, the new trend of like, I, Hey, I'm taking a break. And I kind of like the jumps becoming a lot more acceptable of that because you even like five, 10 years ago, I don't think they would have been this, uh, receptive to like taking a health break for an author unless you had a lot of clout like togashi obviously um because they basically begged him to come back after yu yu Hakusho. but we have um in that same vein because i feel like that's about all we can really talk about with rui dragon with the limited amount of content that we have for that uh, and i'm back okay we were just wrapping up rui dragon um okay because so, we've talked about three series and we're an hour and 30 in. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I feel we, like... They mean, they mean them because I have just been on and off and I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, but we have Earth Child, Doron Doron, and Aliens Arena. I think we we can wrap up pretty pretty easily here. Doron Doron is getting axed. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't think that it was the right time for something like that to come out, like on the peak of Demon Slayer uh, popularity. It, it kind of got wrote off as like kind of copying that, I feel like, because it has like a similar art style and the flashiness. You have a lot of the. I, I saw it more akin to Bleach. Oh, yeah. Like plot wise and everything, it kind of had that aspect to it. What little bit that i'm consuming right now it definitely has that because i'm here looking to the first chapter um while we talk about this yeah so i don't have some get, yeah, don't get yeah don't get used to the female lead because she she just came back like three chapters ago i i'm i've read yeah so. yeah uh it just in time for the finale uh <laughs> i kind of figured like when they said that that character was written off like taiji style it would be yeah, kind of near the end ish uh, for something yeah. like that, because I didn't figure it would stay long when it drops either. Um, so <clears throat> with that one, I, I really, really think like it wasn't the right time. You have, no. you have the popularity of Demon Slayer for the art style. It, like the cover on Manga Plus reminds me of Muramasa the Demon Blade. Anybody remember that game? Or only me? No, I don't. Okay, well, it's only I, me. It also, it also had had the same effect as uh, Ayashimon as well, which which got axed. Yeah, I, I knew they would be axed pretty quickly between each other two, and Shugamaru kind of took that padding. Um, yeah. um, apparently, with Ayashimon, it was because of the fact that the protagonists were basically the, the Yakuza. 
Who the fuck cares? You're like literally one of the most popular video games in Japan is fucking Yakuza. Well, Japan seems to care. Cause they were, then stop uh, buying Sega's pa franchise, Yakuza, Japan. Mm, but I think a lot of par parents are, were probably thinking like, we don't want our children to be thinking that the Yakuza is cool. No, probably not the best message, but, you know, at the same time, like, like I said, like, it's very hypocritical when that game sells more over there than here. Um, but uh, for Doran Doran, I, I feel like if, if it would have came out like maybe two, three years later, it would have been more popular because Bleach's anime would have ended and Demon Slayer would have faded a little bit more into the, the ethos. Um, but um, I, I do like the art style of the series. I really think it was very punchy. It's something we don't get a whole lot of, like, like super punchy art anymore. Um, like I said, Demon Slayer was one. Um, and I really can't think of another one all too recently. Like, Bleach had its own, like, punch to it, but it wasn't really to this degree. Um, no. No. But, um, yeah, R.I.P. Doran Doran. <laughs> uh, Earth Child's going to be the next one to go. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like I said before... After the first chapter, it seemed like the author had no no idea what to do with it. They, they essentially wrote a one-shot and got lucky. And that is an unfortunate reality of a lot of more recent Jump. Is like, you have a really great chapter one. A really gripping great chapter one. And then you have fuck all for the rest of it. And then your series dies. Yeah. I I was a huge fan of as much as I shit on, I was a huge fan of the premise of Samurai 8. I I like that super steampunky supernatural style that they had. But I could not be fucking bothered to give two fucking cups of piss about anybody in that series because it felt like everybody was a generic Naruto C character. And that, I think, is what killed it. But it had a really gripping first chapter. Like, art-wise, he threw his whole fucking paint bucket at it. And he made a masterful, like, wonderful world in that chapter one. And it really kind of sucked Threw you in. Threw the into it. I yeah. was trying desperately to avoid it. Um, but yeah, from what I saw from chapter one of, uh, of Samurai 8... Uh, the problem that I had was that it was too heavy on the exposition. Oh, it was very much was. It relied so much on exposition, and that's what fucking killed it, really. Because it was plot dumping every, like, three chapters. Yeah, I think I think that's one of... That's um, telling story 101 is don't start off with exposition. Well, I mean, even Kingdom Hearts had some exposition in the beginning, and it's one of my favorite franchises. You can have some ex level of exposition, but you cannot put in literally a Togashi-style paragraph into every other page in those first few chapters of dumping half the plot of the series and expect people to keep with it. You know? Mm -hmm. and, and, like, the first four or five chapters really felt like super, like, I need to explain this away immediately because i thought of 15 other things that were way cooler and then it continued down that path so i need to like blah 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 blah, blah and that's how this works and now it, it gets a supercharge and now this over here doesn't matter and it's it was 
I need, I need the seven princesses and the seven keys and the seven give fucks I need to give over here to kind of, you know, progress the remainder of this MacGuffin-esque plot, and uh, who who cares at that point? Uh, can't but, forget the four magic belt buckles! Oh, God, yeah, I can't forget those. Donald Duck's shoes need to be fucking... <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, but no, like, I feel like Earth Child kind of gave off that same kind of vibe um, at the yeah. beginning. Um, and it, it really... It felt like they tried to turn an emo song into a manga. And as a fucking elder emo, I don't know if I find that hilarious or insulting. <laughs> I say here with my blue nails. <laughs> but no, like, I, I just could not care about the series at all. I gave it a try off, off camera. I just... It, it, there's just something about putting that much edge into your first few chapters. Um, just judging by, like, the back and forth we've had and, like, your uh comments in that um stream luke where uh party jams was just fucking destroying the series plot wise <laughs> and i i i swear somebody needs to report a murder because like that was character assassination 101 for that series <laughs> um but no like just hearing that i'm like i, I have no desire to continue this you know it's kind of like why I never like even having enjoyed to some degree Seven Deadly Sins as a manga, I just couldn't give less of a shit about the um, the sequel series because like at that point I was so far detached from it as a franchise that you know <laughs> I, I'm just like oh they're writing the sequel cool could not care any less. Whatsoever. Wow. And uh, I, I hear like the sequel's just as problematic as the the original character wise, so I'm like, I'm glad I dodged that. But yeah. um I figure that'll end in the next round of axing pro so probably like three, four months. Probably. Mm -hmm. oh, unless unless um because there's two new manga that's supposed to be coming in like the next few weeks, so it'll probably be ending uh soon enough as well. Yeah, uh, that's probably why Doran Doran's getting the axe now, because they have something yeah. to replace it. Um, Earthchild will probably be that next one there. Uh, Aliens Area. I know nothing about this other than it's basically Men in White, or Men in Black, the manga. It is pretty much, it is pretty much that. It's, uh, basically about this So do we have a Tommy Lee Jones in there, or is it all, is everybody Will no, Smith? no. No, we have a guy who has a scar like Luffy and another guy who has a scar like Dr. Sino from Dr. Stone as the two main characters. Like, if you look at the... If you just go... Uh, if you just open up the page oh, on the yeah. Fizz... Yeah, you'll, you'll, yeah, you see that. That's pretty cool. Uh, art style looks pretty good. Um, we've had 10 chapters of it, so it's semi-safe. Um, yeah, semi-safe, um, but... I don't know, I'm just not feeling it as a series, to yeah. be honest. Some some series last better as a two and a half hour movie, and others definitely don't need to become a manga. Um that like I love aliens as a concept, like you know, insert. I the, feel like the problem that I'm having with it is that we're just on Earth again. Yeah, and you know, insert the like aliens gif here, but like there's only so much you can do with aliens in a more kid-esque friendly yeah. Let's stereotype. Go, 
Yeah, let's not have the aliens come to us. Let's have us go to the aliens. See, uh, the issue is if, like, these characters are Americans, they'd probably try to fuck the aliens. Oh, uh, yeah, good point. But um, yeah, yeah, like, that is, kind... that is unironically one of the most searched terms in America for Pornhub, is aliens. <laughs> oh, my... oh, and I blame word. Mass Effect and Star Trek for that. Because yeah. Tally, best girl, I would clap them cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> but like there was something about classic star trek that was really like super horny but at the same time not horny at all <laughs> yeah there, there's a reason why they call it captain kirking it <laughs> oh my word I, I don't think they could get away with that in shonen jump unfortunately no no they couldn't but yeah uh just the fact that i'm really not feeling anything and i don't see it lasting all that much and the fact that it's again it's uh towards the back of the magazine that's only uh solidifying it yeah. more now yeah and i i feel like it wasn't intended to like plot wise be a super long series to begin with which is why i'm kind of shocked it didn't end up in manga plus or jump plus because like that's where you have the home of the like 16 chapters and done series uh yeah. <laughs> Uh, which is another which is another can of worms that could be discussed in of itself. Yeah, that can be a whole other podcast because we're reaching an hour forty-five. Uh, oh my god! <laughs> three hours of content, Luke. Three hours of content. Three hours of content. Three hours of content. Uh, I, I I give it like another 10, 15 chapters before we get the axe announcement for that. But Super Smartphone, yeah. on the other hand, seems to be getting a lot of popularity here. Yeah, I feel. Uh, have you, how much feet have you read? I have not read any of it. Um, yeah, I, I know people... what one smart and party chance have been saying in the Discord server, and it's kind of intrigued me. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much it's pretty much like the modern uh, modern um, Death Note. That's pretty cool. Um, because God knows we haven't had enough attempts of that already. Uh, yeah, but yeah, the yeah, um, it's basically it's basically like if uh, if Light Yagami had the death note uh, but the death note could speak to him and it was a tool designed to help people rather than kill them so it's like a love note basically yeah and there are others out there that have that have um, other other smartphones as well and the whole point of it is like okay track uh, track them down try to get their smartphones but, um, and kind but of buff your powers common writer style Pretty much, but not lose your because if you found if people find out that you have a smartphone, blips out of existence. Oh, nice. That's an intriguing plot, actually. Yeah, yeah. And again, the reason why people are calling it the Death Note equivalent <laughs> because there's a lot of analytics. It's pretty much on the same level of Hunter Hunter sometimes. Oh God. Yeah. So you can't read. You can't just be like casually walking walking through it because you'd be like oh my word how much text is here so i i can't like read it in 27 seconds like a chapter of black clover <laughs> no you can't you really can't uh, but, but, uh, like i i i just want to mention black clover for a minute um before we get to it and a deeper respect yeah, yeah. like there is something so satisfying about being able to turn your fucking brain off when reading a series sometimes because even as deep as black clover can be you can grasp it just by speed blitzing through a chapter, you know. Yeah, it's not 
so overly deep that you need to sit down with your spreadsheet and figure out how this nin power affects this other nin power in my fucking massive bullshit fight here, you know? I'm talking about Hisoka Corolla fight there. But at the same time, you realize, like, the the power system in Black Clover would be super interesting on a more advanced magic scale. But anyway, like, with, like, super smartphone there, like, if it's that deep in text, I, I really think that it's one of those that I'd have to sit down and not read on a stream. But it is yeah. definitely interesting me to a massive degree. I... I have just put in mod VC chat, just an example. Uh, yeah, so, sorry, sorry, I left, guys. I just had to take care of something. Yeah, we're oh. talking about super smartphone. Yeah. Okay, so Luke, why, uh, why, why is like it's I more I text in Hunter Hunter. It really is. I kind of dig this though because like how they're styling a lot of these chat bubbles is like your SMS. Like I I kind of like that take. And then, like, the red by three. So this is a group chat. Um, but at the same time, like, you're having a seemingly nice, nice tender character moment down here, too. All at the same time, on the same page and not being, you know, overly drastic to read. Yeah. Because the relationship that the main character... And finally, we have a main character who has a nickname that we can actually that we can actually um put that we can actually um remember uh q wow yeah so why, could, why couldn't you remember deku <laughs> i don't know yeah because it's technically izuki midoriya get it yeah. right weeb yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah that's basically the main character's nickname and that's why he usually goes by q so yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And also, it, it kind of has its relationship with the smartphone. Um, it kind of reminds me of, like, the relationship that um, um, uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man has with, like, the with like his suit where he's like, oh, what should I call you? Oh, I'll call you Karen. <laughs> well, the suit definitely was a Karen for a bit. Um, yeah. But, like... I, I again, this is a series I could go on for a while or could end pretty quickly. I see this yeah. being being around the Death Note level, like ninety-ish chapters. Yeah, uh, I could definitely see that because the only overarching question that I, that it has about the series is that what happens to the main character's brother? Because literally, the main character's brother goes into a a to a toilet when he was younger and never came out. So uh, like, uh, he went to another series. It's called Toilet Bound Hanako-kun. <laughs> well, yeah, that's like the big question of like, who who is his brother? Um, <laughs> and I had theories at the beginning, like the theories are like his brother designed the super smartphones and is the one behind the voice of the super smartphone. Like it's probably uh, related to the main antagonist. Like there's just very, uh, there's a few ways it can actually go. And those are kind of, like, some of the better series, like, where you don't have one definitive answer for everything. Because, like, even something like Dr. Stone, like, you knew what the initial conclusion is going to be. We're going to go to the moon. We're going to fight the white man. Like, yeah. Uh, un un uh, unless we do unless we do get that semi-Dr. Stone sequel. Yeah, and then, well, like, we have time travel and warp drives created, so we <laughs> could get that very easily. Just like we could eventually get a hell arc for Bleach, you know? Yeah. Uh, But, like, and those types of series, like, 
like uh, super smartphone don't tend to last overly long but i do think that it has a potential like if it got animated for example i feel like it has a potential to get like a nice little niche uh following kind of like in an ancient age of sprite kind of way uh one of my favorite series uh but like i don't picture it being like super super popular uh just because it's a simple ish premise and it's not really going to stay for a very long extended period of time in the magazine yeah likely. um yeah unlike mashal which has had some pretty heavy staying power and i fucking i don't understand it and it's I harry don't... potter meets one punch man yeah i I did try to give Marshall a try. I did, but it's just like I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Yeah, like, and there are some series that you just cannot get into, and that is perfectly fine. Yeah, it's like it's like. Do you remember the um, sci-fi uh, space opera epic Farscape? I remember that. I, I that was a series that I felt like would have been right up my alley, but for some reason I could never get I into it. I mean, you it. like Red Dwarf. That would definitely be up your alley, but I also it, understand, like, why it would not be up your alley, because it is a very long-drawn-out Americanization of it, and that mm -hmm. kind of uh, that kind of really dives into, like, a lot more of the American themes than, you know, a more British series like Red Dwarf. Um, yeah. But it also has a lot of saying potential here in particular. Like, it fucking stayed for a while and it really was an interesting show uh i liked babylon 5 and didn't say it very long but um i really got into that uh there was a there's a fucking old mail-in program here i don't know if you had it like sort of like columbia house for cds but it was for dvds and you could get like box sets for seemingly dollars on the fucking uh you know hundred dollar sets back then you know i think i paid for the first season of babylon 5 like 20 dollars through it when like at best buy it was still like 150 dollars because wow we, over we overpriced the shit out of everything here um so i got it there and then i didn't realize like yeah, that was only your first couple so i canceled the program resubscribe under like my mom's name or my dad's name this is totally illegal i feel like but like the statute of limitation for this is way over uh, because I was like fucking eight when I did this, I would sign up under their name, um, and get like the second season and, uh, you know, sign up under the other parent's name and get the third season. And I signed back under my name because by then I let the year expire and <laughs> I, that's how I got a lot of my DVD collection. Um, and that program surprisingly went out of business, uh, probably because they no now knowing what I did do now that i did didn't back then you know like they were buying these things in wholesale you know and not being able to meet paying back you know any of the loans because of the overhead for like buying hundreds of thousands of fucking different movies on wholesale prices and then not being able to recruit any of the losses but those like fucking there was a hundred thousand of these things that's how i got all my cds as a kid that's how i like all that shit but that's how I also experienced, uh, outside of the books, like the first few Harry Potter movies. Okay. Uh, and I grew up loving the Harry Potter franchise. So I thought Mashal would be right up my alley because I also love One Punch Man. Not, yeah. to the, not to the degree that they do, uh, Red and Thurman, but it's a series that I just love being able to shut my brain off with and watch pretty fights, you know? 
Yeah, and I I do enjoy the Harry Potter franchise, even if the author isn't. Is a, f- is a fucking piece of shit. I'll just yeah. say. It. Yeah, uh, yeah, but I can still enjoy the franchise with mm-hmm. uh, well, where while acknowledging that J.K. Rowling is a piece of shit. Um, yeah, which is why, which is why I'm looking forward to like that uh, Hogwarts Hogwarts um, Steam game that's coming. I'll be sailing the high seas for that. Um, but I'll, I'll just I'll take a piss on it with my friends, and then we'll yeah. The marshmallow. Well, I'll, I'll play. I'll play it and see uh, and and see if it's worth play and see if it's worth playing. I'll just pirate it. <laughs> okay. I, I, I'm not. I'm not going to give her any money for that. Um, I I know the the developer said that no no money's going to that. I I will unashamedly say I'm not going to give any money to a problematic author like that. Um, that's why like any of the Funko Pops I buy now I buy secondhand. Um. Okay. But like that way, no money's directly going into Rowling's account. But anyway, like. I, you you think like ha- being fans of those series, we would be able to get into something like this, and it, it just bored the fuck out of me. I read I think eight chapters that stream, and I'm just like, he is like, I can see like why it's popular. Like I I can see that effect, but I, to me he's the most boring milk toast pro tag in all of Jump right now, and yeah. that's in a lineup with fucking Deku in it. But yeah, yeah. the the protag the protagonist in high school family is more interesting than um than mash than mash. Oh god, yeah, it, it uh, dude, I I I I really I I I don't understand why High School Family is still in that magazine. I. I know why. Like after reading it uh, myself, I get, I get it because people lo- love the dynamic between the family. I, I guess, but, but again, it again, just reading it, like it's just we, it's just weird. Like, I it's would be the perf- most boring fucking plot I've read in a manga. Yeah, I would have been perfectly fine if it was like, if it was like high school siblings where it's like the brother and the sister are the ones that just go to high school right not and drag the, the mom the dad the fucking cat you know um. and the and the brother just tries to up uh just tries to one-up his sister every single time but and he's just like getting uh, just getting so annoyed that his sister is a genius more so than him and i'm just like I think I read what two chapters of that that stream, and I just yeah you did. I could not continue that, and those I can picture High School Family the way it is written, Sally lasting like another five years. Yeah, yeah, because it is it is basically just a it is basically a gag series. It's a gag series and a high school life, and yeah, we we know those are two genres that Japan loves, and we we have also in that same thing vein the slice of life aspect of it which is another one that is very popular to a more eastern audience and now with mashal ending i i can picture it judging by what i've heard in it and doing no research of my own i give it about a year yeah i i would say uh, oh mashal are you talking yeah mashal a year I would say more like half a year. Really? 
Yeah. Make a case. Didn't they? Didn't the author say that it was in that it was in the final stages? Yeah, but the, like the same wording as like something akin to Doctor Stone would be like when it was wrapping up. Um, you know, it, it, there's a lot of different verbiage used for ending a series in, in Jump. I wish there was like one particularly concise way of like our series is ending in five chapters. Buckle up, you know, if shit's about to get real. You know, the final villain arrives and, you know, shit like that makes it really jarring, you know, because we don't really know, like, a time frame for stuff like that. I, I get why they don't do it, because, like, Gintama had that same issue and then had to jump magazines for the last few chapters. But yeah, it, it makes it very confusing, like. Because technically we're in the final stages for Black Clover, but we're in the final, uh, I forget what Oda used for One Piece. Oda, Oda used, um, uh, final, um, Saga, arc, wasn't it? Uh, arc, Saga, uh, fi final stages, um, I've, because, uh, literally now, now, now that Wano is wrapping up, we literally only have, like, three locations, uh, Three locations left. Two, two. If you want to be generous, and that's like Elbath, um, Laugh Tale, and um, and then go into like the world government itself. But if you want to take out the world government, then you've only got like Elbath and Laugh Tale left. Right. And when you get to that point, you, you know you realize like, well, it's finally ending. After all this time, after all this time, you. <clears throat> Really, kind of fucking uh, shut yourself in the foot. But um, the the thing with, for me is I I really don't like all the different verbiage that we get for these, and it's particularly frustrating as anti tubers because we had in the last like few years we've had. An arc that lasted seven years, and we're still not even halfway done with that series, apparently. What? What series is this? One Punch Man. The Garu arc was seven years long. Really? Oh. Yep. Seven what? years long for the Garu arc? What, yep. what, what is this? The fourth Great Ninja War arc? Even that wasn't that long, though. That was like two and a half years max. Wano? No, the... Wano's... Mono was, was four years. Yeah, Mono was four years. The, the Great Ninja War was like two and a half. Like, but Garu was seven, and it drug on so long because it's a monthly series. When you break it down <sighs> like that, like it makes sense. But at the same time, okay. it was like fucking eighteen, nineteen chapters in the webcomic, if I remember right. So just put that in perspective, how much he stretched that out, having somebody that was willing to do the art for him. But okay, we're so... still not done with One Punch Man, at least halfway done with it. Oh my, oh my word. Right. Can, can, can Popeye just come into the One Punch Man universe already? That's the only fair battle, as we know, as contributed to by Death Battle. That, and, that, that was the best death battle of all time. Unless you're, unless you're, uh, unless you're Renegades Media. Oh, God. Uh, but, like, no, 
and then we have like final stage, final arc, final war, final saga. We have all these different verbiages that typically mean different lengths of time. So unless we really know like what exactly it is for Mashal, we really can't gauge it. But at the same time, I think he said he wanted to end it in like a year or so. And I was like half a year ago. So you might be right, but it, it yeah. feels like there's still a year's worth of content from what I've been told. Uh, with High School Family, I don't fucking know here. Uh, I I feel like it could potentially go on for like another, depending on what the author wants to do, um, like go on for another like two or three years. Because I feel uh, like I feel like it will end around the same time as what uh, as like when One Piece is just wrapping up as well. Oh god, that's disgraceful. Uh how about P six? I this is this is all you guys. Oh, this, this is, is me. Yeah, I have nothing to say because. So, so uh, what do you want me to say on P six? So I I feel like this is one of the more interesting modern jump titles that we've gotten because it's a whole genre we don't typically see a lot of like it's a a music manga which i appreciate being a music guy right and that's why i gravitate more towards this than akane because i'm too a music person i fucking love that industry that that performative aspect of it it's why i love doing all the shit that i do on the side um being able to like just jump in like stage bands and shit like that but you really have kind of gotten to the point where like a music manga feels so out of place in this magazine because everything else that's in here is either a gag or a battle shown it feels like and and other than and even to some degree p6 and akane have their own like little battle aspects in them which is really cool um more so akane but with p6 i don't feel like it will last super long. I do feel like it will have more staying power than Akane if it gets that skyrocket because music is something that a lot more than just that Eastern audience can gravitate to. Where you know, where like that genre of performance is really only popular there, whereas P6 and music is like more generalized and loved everywhere, you know. Yeah. Uh, I want to see this animated so bad. Just because of the wacky art style of it, I want to see this animated so bad. But I don't feel like this is an anime or a manga that will get an anime. Uh, it makes me sad that that's probably probably the truth. Yeah, I'll just say one thing. If it did get an anime, I feel like I would like it a lot more because I I just want to hear the mu- I just want to hear the music mm-hmm. like the actual music itself is like why I prefer the anime for Your Lie in April over mm-hmm. the manga. It just it, Your Lie in April got a manga. It, it, yeah, yeah, Your Lie in April is uh, it uh, anime is based on a manga. I huh. think it was anime first and then got localized as a manga. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. No, no, the manga came first. Um, so, you know, if that's true, like, I, I didn't know I had a fucking manga until like a year ago. <laughs> um, it was one of the last things I got in a loot crate. Uh, for the loot anime, it was like a fucking volume of the Your Lie in April. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I gave that um to 
it was not a series I planned on collecting because I already own the anime. I'm like, well, I can give this to like the manga exchange that comes to our Comic Con. Yeah, the manga came out in 2011. The anime came out in 2014, and the manga wrapped up just as the anime was wrapping up as well. Oh, cool. Well, there you go. Uh, Learn live on the podcast. Uh, yeah. But like that—that's so true though. Like hearing the music versus reading the music is a very different thing because you can't really enjoy that performance uh, on paper unless you can read music and you know that's also not actively shown you're not seeing the sheet music uh for every single note you're not seeing like the actual like lead up to a performance where like you're getting that animated and like getting those interactions with them like going through and practicing you're getting the, the like moments of like here's this grandiose performance that's why I've, I think, like, it, for example, I would rather see the performance for the Rakugo and uh, Akane because it, it would be something a lot more telling, you know, from an animation perspective, like the different gestures and shit that they go through uh, versus, like, here is one pose and here is next pose in the manga. And seeing it in a fluid motion would be so much better. Um I feel like it'd be a lot more impactful. I feel like that would be the one that would get the anime, though. But yeah. I don't think it would get dubbed. Uh, I think it would be like one of those that's sub only. Um, so, uh, P6, how long do we think it's going to last? Because this is where I'm kind of torn, Tyler. What's up? Uh, P6, how long do we think it's going to last? I'd give it a year. Yeah, I, I feel like that's a generous offer here because. Again, it's a music manga. There's not a whole lot that needs to be wrapped up in it because it's a music manga. Um, but I do think that that year there, if it was to get an anime announcement, might skyrocket a lot in popularity. I also feel like this is going to have that niche, like you're not lying April fandom. It's not going to be like super stay, stay worthy on that aspect. It's not going to burst into mainstream. Um, yeah, like, I don't know, maybe like, Maybe Studio Bones can animate it for fun. <laughs> when they're not, when they're not doing My Hero or baseball. No, uh, I was making it. Uh, no. I know Bones wouldn't animate it, but I was just making it funny. Uh, but like, I I feel like that that would be like pretty pretty on par with them though. Um. But I, I really, it's still like one of those I don't feel like it's going to see a big anime production. It'll be like one of those little tiny ones. Um, if you want to just put those in there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I'll make you a drink. And I'll make you a drink when uh, we're Sorry for we're... the interruption, you guys, but technically I'm like second part of the channel, so I can interrupt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> talking about if it's Bleach. Mickey Mouse Ichigo. <laughs> oh God! I, oh I, my I, God! I, 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 we'll get to the adaptation of that by the end of it. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, that'll be, uh, tonight though. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but like, uh, so Undead Unlock is the next one, right? And this is the, the one that I would love to shit on a lot, but I really, of course, I really, with it getting an animation adaptation here i'm very angry content angry not you know actually angry because it is one of those series that is going to drop a lot of controversy again and that's yeah. why i'm angry 
I'm angry because it's going to get milked for that first episode. And we are very fucking guilty of this as a channel. Because that first chapter we made a video because of all the controversy. We're like, well, how bad is it really? And it, it's, it, it, it tames itself out over time. It's, but you're going to see that initial, like, anime is bad because it corrupts the youth kind of takes again. Because the first chapter is like, girl trying to kill self and full on naked man. It's going to have the um, Rising of the Shield hero effect. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm angry, because it's one of those things that it's going to be drawn up for controversy simply for the sake of controversy. And that is the only way it's going to stay in the limelight for a while again. Because everybody's going to be like, it's the lewd edgy series, go read it, and realize like later down the line there are actually like moral stories inside this stupid fucking manga that I'm not a big fan of anymore. Um, but there is content in there that is worth diving into because it oh, does, yeah. it does deal with those like mental illnesses. It does deal with like a lot of the, the fucking, um, like the, the cause of depression and that deals with the, like the, the terms of immortality and stuff like that. And all while trying to JRPG itself into popularity. And it worked because the whole joke is we got to kill God. Yeah, and now and now it's I know it's like heading towards that climax of killing God. Mm -hmm. So I I don't picture this lasting like another year. I, this is no. gonna be one of those uh, six months ones. Yeah, it's gonna I'm have it's gonna have that same edgy fan base that likes Chainsaw Man. Yeah, um, I'm gonna um, give it to I'd say February. It starts wrapping up. Really, that soon? Yeah, because that um, September, October, November, December, January, that's six months away. Yeah. Where the fuck is this year gone? I know. Like, I'm not even joking at this point. Like, I, I have so little concept of time that until yesterday, I thought it was still like the first week of August. No, when like the nearly the third week. Yeah. Oh. Unfortunately, uh, I gotta I gotta go to work in like an hour, so I'm gonna go get ready for work. I'll catch you guys later. All right, alrighty, we're Until gonna wrap time. this up. Chaos sites. Thanks for talking. Thanks for hopping in, Tyler. Um, but yeah, like that that seems fair. Um, Elusive Samurai. This one's another one that's super popular in the East. I really don't see it. I I talked about this in like the politics video. Uh, I'm not a fan of this. You know content in particular um i would really try to give it a try because i loved uh, assassination classroom but the creepy priest guy turned me off to this one um but i do see that it's popular and it's more of a it's like, kind of like the kingdom effect like uh that yeah. type of series is much more popular in the east i don't see this one lasting that much longer either because this author only writes really like medium length series and it's already approaching that uh same length uh yeah, I I want to check out what was the last chapter. Um, it was seventy-three. Okay, yeah. So I'd say about another two years because that would take it to like ask uh, class one level. Ask class level, yeah. Um, I don't picture this one getting a big fandom at all. It's not as popular here. Um, I think this will be one of those underground series. If you like the author and you like this type type of uh content you'll enjoy the series if not you're not going to enjoy it um 
Blue Box, one of those interesting ones. I don't understand why the fuck he's getting, potentially getting an anime adaptation. There are 64 chapters. I know that's around when a series normally gets an anime announcement, like around that 60 chapter mark. But it feels like such an odd one out because it's two very competing genres. It's that slice of life plus that sports. And it feels like it got a very special treatment. I, I believe you stuck with us one more than me. Yeah, I stuck with it a little bit more because I was enjoying like uh, certain aspects of it. But they they just kind of fizzled out to the point that even in the series itself, the uh, characters were just like, look, just do something already. Okay, so I, I don't picture this one lasting that much longer either because... It, it seems to be kind of falling out of popularity, um, at least from the Manga Plus charts. It's dropping pretty significantly. It's not it's not dropping to the point where, like, it'll get axed. I feel like it'll reach its natural conclusion uh, kind of thing, but it'll be kind yeah, of, like, let out the door, kind of like they did Kubone in the end. Um, yeah. uh, I think, like, it'll kind of, like, um, do what... Well, um, We Never Learn was kind of unique in the sense that, yeah, it's story-ended, but the Overwhites do, like, um, oh, everyone wins in the end. Yeah, I um, I think that this will last maybe about another year, maybe two. Um, yeah. Because uh, it, it has its its moments in popularity, but it's starting to fizzle out. Um, I've, I do feel like that's a natural wrapping uh point for it as well as those two genres yeah uh because really uh the only things that i can see happening is like okay he confesses to one of the girls and then after that uh then after that doing the whole sports thing mm -hmm. and that's perfectly fine for that type of series how about roboco though me and roboco i that's a series that's kind of in the same vein as kind of like Witch Watch in the sense that, uh, well, Robocop falls more definitely into the gag series, but it's kind of like a meta meta sort of meta sort of series in the sense that it it, it acknowledges um, series that are in Shonen Jump to the point that you have all the volume covers being parodies of mm -hmm. other you got Jump Death titles Night recently, uh, yeah, <laughs> which blasphemy to me, but um. I, I could definitely. I I, I don't mind. Just for clarification, I don't mind that it does these little homages. I just find it a little distasteful when you're literally in a gag series doing this, but at the same time you're a gag series that is trying to take itself so fucking seriously that it kind of feels like a slap in the face to that genre too. Because now we have it going from gag to just straight up battle. I, I, I just, feel like that might might make it more funnier to uh, more funnier to people the fact that it does take itself seriously whilst all this wackiness is going kind of like um it's like, kind of the same thing as One Piece though like it has its wacky moments but it takes itself super seriously I I I, I get why that's a popular trend I just don't get Roboco and I love yeah. gag series but I just yeah. don't get this one <laughs> I, I I did not get it. I mean I've tried to read it and it's just one of the main characters um designs is just so off point to me it's um, one of the it's like this I'll find his picture and then you can see what I mean okay um but like I I I I get why these types of series are popular I I also very much appreciate that this author is such a mega fan of jump that it kind of dives into 
all these different like niche references like you've had everything from Yu-Gi-Oh to like Hikaru no Go you've had homages to Death Note you've had homages to Bleach you've had all sorts of like little like paying their dues kind of thing it's in just... the last chapter you even have a homage to um, Undead Unlock because the uh, Roboco is basically dressed how um, Fuka was dressed mm-hmm. in the spring arc of um, yep. Undead Unlock I saw that um but I, I, it's one of those that you can see going forever, kind of like Kochikame. Yeah, and it's one of those that you can see ending in a week, because like, oh yeah, it, it's it's written to that style of gag to where like when it knows it's stayed its welcome, it's going to see itself out the door, probably in some super self aware way because it's gag. Yeah, probably. Like, oh, um, our time has come. Uh, see y'all in the next series, kind of thing. Breaking the fourth wall yeah. like Deadpool, um, but but yeah, it's this character that's just so off point to me that I've put in the mod VC. Oh God, what in the fuck is that? I know, and it meant to be an elementary school kid. I'm just like, what? Have you ever seen the the British tea towels that they make kit or had kids make back in the nineties? Uh, yeah, because I've got one. <laughs> So it kind of feels like one of those drawings, doesn't it? Yeah, it do- It kind of feels like um, one of the draw- drawings from one of the kids in my old um, primary school that did that uh, that did it for my mum my when she was when she works there. I didn't know if that was like an all of Britain thing or it was like just some provinces over there. But no, no, it's uh, an old Britain thing. Okay, so good reference was good, but that's that's kind of how that reminds me of. That's kind of how a lot of like fucking um, Shaman King's characters make me feel now, having been educated on that tradition. Um, but it, again, but it yeah. could it could stay or it could go. It, it's one of those like I would love to see it exit jump as quickly as possible. Uh, that's just my preference. Uh, so if it ended next week, I wouldn't give a shit. Um, but I, I definitely see it because it's getting that anime. I figure it'll be like shorter, like minisodes kind of things. Yeah, it'll probably only be like I'd say on average five to ten minutes per. Yeah, episode. It'll, essentially like it'll be a robot chicken short. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I th- feel like that will give it enough content for another year or two. Um, at least because with it entering like this battle shonen style, it can drag itself out a little bit more. Whereas Witch Watch, there's not a whole lot at the end of every chapter to progress. I'll let you talk about this one while I step away to use the restroom for like two minutes. Yeah, um, with Witch Watch, um, obviously being what we like to call the new modern gate day Gintama, it's kind of in, it's kind of in an interesting spot uh, as a series because it's one of those series where. It could end whenever it wants, or um, but at the same time, it could do whatever it wants because of the fact that it's just so niche. The cast is so, uh, uh, the cast is so unique and has different aspects to them, and they just bounce off each other really, really well. And uh, and there is an overarching plot of just like protecting Nico and also uh, and also these other um, aspects of. Um, of the world that still needs to be developed. Uh, but at the same time, it's not a series that doesn't take itself too ser- too seriously at times. But when it does, it, 
like it's serious arcs are never in the midst of just like you never get you're never gonna get like a serious moment where it's like okay we had one chapter where Nico and the people they're doing they're doing a Minecraft a Minecraft sort of like style story and then all of a sudden you get into like the uh, the dark aspects of uh, ne- Nemu's life, which, by the way, that that uh, that author is teasing me about Nemu being in the house. Oh God, yeah, we got yeah. some random girl joining the house before Nemu. It's yeah, it's v- like- it's very funny, but it's also very insulting. Very insulting. It's just like just get Nemu in the house house already um especially now that we know that she simps uh, she's basically doing the professor brunette from pokemon with uh with kengo oh, being yeah. a simp for both personalities exactly i i love it i i want this series to last for another 10 years but i know it won't i think it could potentially last for okay from being generous i could see it potentially lasting for the same level that haikyuu did for like 400 chapters oh yeah and that i i could see that one i i i know we're past the era of long running you know super long running series we're not going to ever see another like thousand plus chapter series no definitely not um but and we kind of touched on that a bit in the politic video, like, seeing, like, a healthier uh, aspect. And even, like, with the uh, Ruby Dragon segment here, like, we we want to see authors focus more on their own personal health than creating content for us. Because at the end of the day, the healthier they are, the more content they can make for us in the long run. Um, I know it's a selfish way to put it, but that's a very true statement. Yeah. But at the same time, like, Something like a Witch Watch, or uh, I, I just noticed I have a Windows Update logo down on my bar, and I am just praying to Jesus Christ that this computer does not decide to reset in the middle of this recording. Um, okay. Uh, have uh, you got it put? Have you got it put on where it doesn't do that? I just oh, have to do I, it I, I do, but that doesn't mean it's not going to try to do that because Windows 10 hates me. Um, okay. So I, I, I know I can prevent it because I'm right here at my mouse. Uh, but it's still the most terrifying icon to a creator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm like, I I find series like Witch Watch such a fascinating take for Jump because you know that they're a successful genre, you know that these very wholesome slice of life uh stories are successful, and at the same time, having something that's basically bewitched the manga is so fucking awesome. You know, for somebody that grew up in the '90s. And grew up with Bewitched, you know, I know, very odd series to grow up with, but I, I fucking love stuff like that, and at the same time, I know a series like Witch Watch could end in a week or two weeks, because it's very yeah. super self-contained as well, and that's been this whole, like, recent segment of Jump, but, like, like you said, I could see this being, like, a 400-chapter series, uh, I would love to see it stay forever. Yeah, I'll, you, you'd love it if it was like the next One Piece, wouldn't you? Oh, I'd be, I'd be totally happy with that, you know, because I've been here since the beginning. I feel like that's that's the thing with the One Piece fans. Like, if you've been there since the beginning, it means so much more to you. Yeah. Because you have, or you have caught on like early on into the One Piece craze. Like, you, you have this more of a, like, my best friend is a big One Piece fan. And she fucking loves it. 
she suffered through the slow burn of the anime too. So, oh dear. Like when she was catching up with Naruto, I'm like, well, prepare for a massive filler. She's like, I suffered through the One Piece anime. I think I can deal with Naruto filler. I'm like, oh, you sweet summer child. There's so much more filler in Naruto. Um, and I touched base with her like two or three weeks ago. Like, oh, so how are you enjoying filler arc 17? <laughs> you know, because it, it's hyperbole, yes, but there are there are so many more filler arcs in uh, fucking Naruto than there are in One Piece, and especially Shippuden. Like, that is, like, half filler uh, in the anime. Oh, God. Like, no cap, that is half fucking filler. Like, the, that anime, if it was not being made weekly, could have been, like, 250 episodes. And wow! Been, and perfectly fine. There is a Reddit, there is a subreddit called Naruto Kai, where they basically <laughs> DBC Kai out all of the fucking filler. It, it like to the level that Dragon Ball Z Kai did. Um, there's also a dude that went famous or like semi-viral on Twitter for cutting out all the filler himself, so they could wa- him and his girlfriend could watch Naruto together. And that is a dedication to a partner. That is a dedication. Like he sat obviously illegally torrented all the fucking episodes. Um, at that point, or took his DVD copies or something and. Sh- you know, rip them in, like, handbrake. Uh, like I do with all my DVDs and Blu-rays, is I just put them up in a media server. So I don't have to dig out all of my shit anymore. Like, I have the physical copies. But at the same time, I don't want to dig through eight boxes of fucking Blu-rays to dig out, like, MCU movie 25. I know, in this example, I could go on fucking Disney Plus and watch it. In fact, I did over the weekend. Because I didn't, I wasn't where I could, you know, just pull it up. Um, speaking, uh, just to go off on a quick tangent here, speaking of that, they're, um, they're so desperate for content that in 2020 CBR did Naruto, 10 things every fan needs to know about Naruto Kai. Oh my good goddamn. Yeah. It, it wretched fucking CBR. Of course it wretched CBR because I feel like their articles are made by an AI at this point. Um, Probably. Like, they, they shit out 12 articles a day. At oh least my on my Google on my Google homepage. Who do, you, who do they think they are? Watch Mojo? Even Watch Mojo's cut it back, which is shocking to me. But they also spun, like, half of their content in other channels. Um, yeah. I think I think Watch Mojo are really running out of ideas. Like people say, Pokemon's run out of ideas. I think Watch Mojo run out of ideas b- way before Pokemon did. Luke, we have a sentient pair of keys and a sentient trash bag and a sentient fucking doe dog and a sentient ice cream cone. I think Pokemon's perfectly fine, but at the same time, they need help. Um, <laughs> like we have Pokemon battles on bikes now. Which is cool. I don't care what anyone says. It's it's Pokemon Five Ds. Yeah, it's Pokemon Five Ds. But then again, in uh, in Pokemon Adventures, we had battles where they were running around. <laughs> we also have Pokemon uh, uh, like battles in the sky. Like I think it was Skyla that had the yeah. the like battle that was literally in like what was a hot air balloon. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, here's fucking Talonflame versus Talonflame. Go nuts, kids. 
Uh, but, like, it, it was cool. Like, Pokemon is one of those franchises that we could always have an idea. Um, but, like, the next one, like, is Black Clover. I'm just going in reverse order from Weekly Shonen Jump's tab here yeah. in Manga Plus. Black Clover is in its final saga, or final arc, or whatever. It's in an interesting place, especially after this last chapter, that I don't think it's going to be as long as a final arc as we thought. No, I don't think so. As well. I think it's going to be about half the length of the Alpha Incarnation arc. Yeah, I, I, and I think it was the last like Black Clover chapter review we did. I said that, or it might have been another podcast. I, I don't, I don't recall. After you've made so many videos, they start to blend together, you know? Yeah. But I know we've had this conversation. Like, I said I think it would be like a three-year final arc. I, I think a year and a half max. Yeah, a year and a half max. Because of the way that uh, Tabata, Tabata has never been able to get out of that, like, um, I need it to be fast-paced uh, side of writing. I... I mean, he kind of did with the Lucifer fight because that was the longest fight. That's the longest fight in Black uh -huh. Clover, period. Oh, yeah. And, I'm somehow tired and wide awake at the same time. It's the most yeah. annoying feeling. And it's only yeah, I don't... 4 o'clock here. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it was crazy that... Because uh, every week we were just thinking like, Blimey, how how long is this fight gonna go right. on for? It, it was and like those reviews were so fun to me because like from and we're going to get back to them here on this channel, not on the second channel. Um, I want to have some manga content on this channel. Uh, but like there's something so satisfying about that run of reviews from like the the Spade arc to me because it was so fast paced. But at the same time, it drug on to the right length of degree. It didn't feel like it overstayed its welcome, but at the same time, it felt like it was trying to wrap itself up every week. And yeah. I I loved particularly like Magnus fight because it made him such much more popular character. He was being mean to hell. And he did arguably as much as the captains. In oh, one yeah, fucking sure. fight though. Like, it wasn't drug out after, like, uh, we need to take on, like, these mini, um, tiny fucking demons over here and kind of run backwash while fucking Asa and crew mops up the, the actual antagonist of this arc. Magna fucking did just as much as them in one fight, and it was so satisfying to see him get a W. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, Lucifero's fight, it was this most drug out fight in the entire series, like you said. I don't think we're going to get that with this, like, Dark Julius here arc. I feel like we're going to get it wrapped up pretty conclusively, and then that demon's going to have to hunt for another fucking host. And then that's going to be the kind of wrap-up here. Because I think Asa will be willing to kill the Wizard King if it meant saving his friend. Yeah, mm. um... Which that new host is gonna be from what from what I saw before it, it the chapter came out, it's gonna be Sister Lily. And then this is gonna be like the I failed. I've surpassed the the Wizard King, but I failed to protect my beloved. Yeah, which a lot of people were like uh, a lot of people were like uh, were like uh I don't think a lot of people I, I think a few people were upset that's the Sister Lily got rejected, but I'm there just thinking like well, she technically did raise Asta, so it would have been kind of weird. 
uh different culture uh i don't think it'd be as weird in japan but like to us and our audience like it it would be a lot more weird i i feel like that rejection there is the most positive thing because now he can focus on noel and yeah. it's somebody that actually desires him you know instead of a nun <laughs> but um <laughs> it, it's it's also one of those more sad moments because you realize like that's the end of that character arc that's growth from him and being like i know you can't have me so i'm going to move on moment and that's such a beautiful moment because from the beginning of the series he had this desire to marry nobody but sister lily yeah so i'm glad and sad that that's you know wrapping up because it kind of feels like we're wrapping up black clover and this is arguably yeah. a series like in the channel's early ages i fucking despise and then i grew to love it's not the greatest written series on the fucking planet by any stretch of the imagination but it's something that formed into its own unique series it, it started so like seemingly generically to me that i just couldn't grasp it but like it moved into its own as it continued to ex expand its lore and kind of introduce these more lovable characters because at the very beginning like Asta was like this unlovable prick to me but now I'm starting to have like feelings and attachments to this character because he's become somewhat of a normal human being <laughs> uh, of... as he's gotten old as he's gotten older <laughs> and also became a devil in of itself so like I I really I'm going to miss this series out of all of these uh, that are wrapping up the most because it's kind of wrapping up a channel arc too, you know? Yeah. yeah. Because it, 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 it went from like this whole meme of me trolling the old reviews uh, that we did with somebody that's no longer with the channel to this, like, Thurman and I enjoying reviewing the series, you know, together. To having like whole streams surrounding on me ca catching up to it it's it's the end of something beautiful for the channel when it wraps up and it's sad to see you know because it'll be like the last manga review on this main channel too yeah and i'm gonna miss it as well when it ends but at the same time this is why i mentally prepare myself with other series in the magazine <laughs> yeah and you gotta kind of find your niche like for me, like, Ruby Dragon will be replacing it. Um, when Yo's Fam ends, uh, ends, like, Witch Watch was, uh, like, the replacement for that. Like, I always try to keep a couple series going in the magazine. I arguably read more out of Jump Plus now or other magazines I do from, like, Straight Jump. Okay. Because I kind of like the, the style of the Jump Plus series more because they don't feel like they're going to potentially end you know and which is uh, kind of ironic when we've got many series ending. yeah i i had to bite my tongue there because we do have a lot of like more of them ending like in two volumes but i feel like it's more on the author's choice and it's like you're canceled makes it feel oh, yeah. a little less of a, a sting like oh this author's ending their series versus like oh this didn't meet sales expectations so we're canceling it we're corporate um jjk is an interesting one though because it's one that I binge and then I end and then I binge and then I end. I haven't read like the last like 15, 20 chapters of JJK. So I have no idea where it's at story wise, but I know it's also wrapping up. 
Yeah, I know that as well. That's pretty much uh, one of the only things I know about JJK because I just the the paneling. Like I've said this before, but the panel oh, the layout, paneling is dog shit. Yeah, and that's the reason why I could never get into the manga. I I feel like you have a lot more of an issue with that than a lot of people, but it's a very valid criticism because I felt the same way trying to make it into a stream series, right? Yeah. It, it it's so distracting the way they lay out their their panels. Uh Gij is a masterful storyteller in in their own right. Uh but at the same time like the way they lay their page out is so fucking frustrating because you'll have blocks of text obscuring parts of the art. You'll have yeah. full like almost half the I remember it was like chapter 5 or 6 when we were streaming it. Um you had basically half of a page be all text. More it was Let talking about like it was talking about like how the curse technique starts to work. It was one of the early chapters. And it was just them like breaking down bits of the power system. Um, yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking at chapter five now. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it, it is. It's basically the whole fucking page is text, and that was the moment where I like I I gotta read this off stream because I can't make interesting content out of this while trying to entertain chat while also trying to read a deep dive in how eating a finger affects my body. <laughs> yeah. Now, as now the thing is, I. Do want to check out the anime uh, adaptation of it, but at the, the same anime time, anime wanna... is very, very satisfying. It's what got me back into it. Was watching the anime, and I'm like, okay, I, I kind of want to dive back into this. And then I started reading it. I pick it up in like 15, 20 chapter chunks because I don't really want to sit down and commit a whole lot of time to it. But at the same time, I want to see where the story goes because I am invested in the characters at this point. Um, but I don't think it's going to last too overly long but i feel like it's going to be the longer one out of these um wrap-ups you know other than yeah. one piece like out of the the this generation's wrap-ups i feel like this could be the two three year one. Oh yeah for for sure but yeah the page from the page from chapter six that i've just put in mod vc like that paneling is just like what the hell no but like seriously like it, it's like just this is more bearable than some of them like there's whole fucking chapters where it's like mostly text and i oh god like for something like hunter hunter i don't mind it as well i i don't overly mind it with jjk it's just annoying when trying to create content out of it but at the same time yeah. like story-wise it all makes sense like Gage does make that paneling make sense, you know, a few pages down the line. But it's just so overly distracting, especially when, like, you're hyper ADHD mode and you're like, I, I just want to get through this. I kind of want to consume my hobby and do the thing and get the dopamine. But when you're yeah. reading fucking a novel, you know, it's kind of, ugh. But, yeah, I, I feel like it's a, a two, three uh, year mark for this one. I yeah. I do I do want to see a lot more from the sidecast and this final wrap up here. Okay. And we're starting to we're starting to get like more of that in it, but I don't want it to be the Yuji show 
you know, there's such a diverse cast of characters between, you know, the Gojos and the fucking Panda Dude and all that, that you could write almost like spinoffs out of them, a la Shaman King. Now, you see, the thing, uh, the reason why I want to give the anime a chance is just because of the of the panda. <laughs> like, I just want to see what, what that's all about. It's fascinating. Uh, I I love I love him just because it's so unexpected. And then you get into like the the fucking volume 0 shit and you're like, "Oh god." Like there's there's so much in that particular cast, especially like volume 0 and like that movie that it really made me more invested in that side cast. Okay, yeah. I just want to wait for the hype to die down for Jujutsu Kaisen so that I can, like, alright, I can enjoy this without feeling the need to hide my enjoyment of it. Oh, yeah, it's the same way I am with my hero. I I totally get that. So so Akane is more your thing. Yeah, Akane... the reason why I like it is pretty much for the reason why you you and uh, Tyler like PPPP because obviously being more on the acting side mm-hmm. and me being an an actor as well uh, that it just really resonates with me and the fact that um, aside from one particular um, manga which um, which is very controversial now oh yeah um, yeah yeah I, I, I yeah. know the one you're talking about <laughs> yeah, yeah fuck uh, that yeah. guy. Uh, yeah, fuck that guy. We don't really have a lot of of, of manga that focus mainly on acting, uh, acting or performance wise. Yeah, and um, I, see, I, I I get why you like it on that aspect. I I feel like this is something that will do so much better animated though. Like I was. Oh yeah, about, for sure, for sure, definitely. I think that would be my way to get into it more because it feels art wise to me a little bit stiff. Yeah, because um, because the way the way I can envision the rocker goes happening in the in the an, in the an, in the anime, and one thing I found out fascinating is that there are rocker goes all around the world. Like there's one one rocker go performer in uh, Canada, oh. which is very very fascinating. Like I can it's see like, that. It, it, I can see that being like a thing, like traveling Rakugo, you know, like traveling yeah. musicians back in the what day. What I what I feel uh, would work best for an anime is if they did the Rakugo stories, uh, like they go into sort of like a fla- flashback, but they have the actual um, character character. Like say, Arcane's doing a Rakugo about a fishman. She's actually in that setting of the fi- so, of the fishman. I know this is an odd comparison but um there were world of remnant uh episodes like mini episodes about like the different districts inside uh remnant for ruby different things like how dust was manufactured stuff like that i i feel like those you know and then like in the recent seasons because they did away with like the world of remnant stuff they started inserting like that lore into the show itself and animating it um there was one particular episode where red and i were really fascinated about like finding out like how the god of life and death kind of did a lot of things there uh for the plot of the show and cursing salem and a lot of that shit and the way that was animated i feel like i could see the the rakugo stuff like i can i can almost envision stuff like that which makes that seem like it would be a really good idea is what i'm getting at because that particular scene, like, we're talking about the fishman, you can kind of just pop it in and be like, this is the story of the fishman. And the, yeah. You know, and 
it would make it seem so much more realistic versus like watching the just various poses and uh, pipping in like this is the fish man this is him going to grab the fish this is him you know failing to catch it and being sucked out to sea kind of thing yeah fair, fair enough fair enough yeah and also as well because of the fact that they do talk about a lot of uh like what it means to please an audience it's like that's something like i can relate i can relate to uh mm-hmm. relate to and be like, oh yeah, I get this. So it's more, so it's more enjoy, more enjoyable for me. Yeah. So um, there's a famous uh bit from Norm Macdonald. Um, rest in peace. But like he, he would kind of just stay back if he bombed a show, right? You know, just completely no joke landed, and shake everybody's hand, so they would remember his face for when he did well. And this kind of relates, like, to Akane because the dad was that failed comedian. So oh, yeah. And he would be the one there that was trying to make everybody happy. Because um, I remember, like, the first few chapters before Akane became the performer, like, it was all his story. And he felt like he was trying to make it as his performer and leave his corporate job and kind of make his hobby succeed. It's a very relatable story in that regard. And then Akane kind of wanting to be like, I can do it for my dad, you know, because I I have the talent where he didn't. Uh, yeah. It, you can see, you know, stories like that in a lot of media, and it makes it make so much more sense. And for you being a performer, like, I feel like in this regard, you would resonate more with, like, the wanting to please everybody and – make the most memorable performance that you can day in and day out. But you also realize like there's days where you're not going to have that. And- yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like I've had, I've had my fair share of uh, days where it's just, where it's just been like, they've just been sat there just being like, uh, what did I do then, wrong? You know, uh, it- but then, but then like recently, recently that really like, um, got, got me happy. There was like, we did a performance on uh, with the group that I'm with at the moment that we're doing Shakespeare's The Tempest, starring that. We did a performance on um, loan sharks, um, loan shark people, and even though I was sick with a, with a cold, I still managed to get uh, I still managed to get through everything and got a standing ovation for my monologue, which really made me feel really proud of myself. Exactly, like you, you can have those big boastful moments in this kind of performance and that something that's so really unique about performing in general like for me and pppp like being more of a musician you know like yeah selling out a stadium has always been a goal of mine i know realistically i'm not going to sell out a fucking stadium i'm not going to you know sell out like san andrews hall here for example yeah i, I i'm just not i but it's not realistic for the type of performance i put on as a musician versus you uh not you having to realize like as you grow like maybe maybe i overshot my goals and yeah i i want to make the most memorable performance wherever i go and i don't care if i never sell out a stadium anymore or you know a performance hall or you know something like that whereas like for akane like her goal now seems to be living up for her father's dreams. Yeah, and, and also at the moment in the manga, she's kind of um, at that point where she's trying to win a competition to get an interview with the guy that rejects her father, just so that she can ask him, like, 
hey, why did you do that? Oh, yeah. It, it, it... <sighs> See, I, I feel like if this gets animated, I'll be more akin to follow the story. Um, but, like, it's something that, just with that alone, that's like a whole, like, 10, 20 chapters kind of thing for the style of manga. Yeah. So I'm trying to place, like, how long this would last. I feel like it could go on for two to three years because they've got like the whole like structure of like okay these are the different levels um of uh of what to reach to become a professional rocker go and akani's only at like the second to last one so she's still got a way to go before she's up there plus the fact that she's getting med- mentored by other people in like the company that she's part of so i could definitely see her down the line getting a Again, a mentoree herself and uh, going through what they all went through with her, mm-hmm. but also getting one that's just as stubborn as she is. Because that's that's one problem with Akane as a character is that she's stubborn as a mule. Exactly. I and with her being stubborn, that's a great character trait for dragging the series out too. Like you even had it with Naruto, like him being stubborn and wanting to protect everybody and wanting to kind of talk no jutsu his way throughout it it kind of led to a lot more dragged out fights you know trying to save zabuza versus you know kakashi's instinct of just to kill him you know yeah and then well i mean spoiler alert he gets revived as a fucking zombie too uh (laughs) as does like everyone else on that fucking cast because why not drag out an already drug out arc um but no like that is such a great character trait for making a story last longer, and that's something that I kind of respect with this. Um, yeah. um it like it got to the point where um, her teacher was like uh, in the manga, like, "Okay, I know you want to be a rocker go, but at the same time, go to co- go to college, get your education, have a backup." But she was still like, "No, no, this is definitely what I want to do." But even I was like thinking, like, "Yeah, you kind of need to do that, Akane." Yeah. Uh, that's a whole debatable topic of if you need to go to college, but <laughs> no, no, I mean, no, I mean, like just have a backup. It just yeah, it, it... have a backup. Absolutely, you you have to have a backup plan for everything. Like if I would have went into my original like career field, I wouldn't be doing this right now, where we're hitting three hours talking about the state of Shonen Jump. <laughs> you know, I'd be working twelve, sixteen hour shifts in a server farm somewhere. You know. If I, if I went to do, like, what I originally wanted to do and stuck with it as a kid, I'd be developing games, you know? Yeah. I suck at coding. That's why I didn't keep with that. I yeah. I can't code to save my fucking life. <laughs> uh, if it was me, if it was me and I went with my, my first choice, I'd be, I'd be driving trains because because I was so obsessed with Thomas the Tank. I, I, I'd I be a Power a Ranger, drive. Luke. I'd be a fucking yeah. Power Ranger if I went with yeah. my first choice as a kid. But then, but then I realized, like maybe the fact that I that I have epilepsy and it's related to heat, maybe I shouldn't be driving around on trains. I wanted to be the Green Ranger. That was my that was my fucking goal as a kid was to be specifically the Green Ranger. I, I I'll tell you this now, if if it ever like the planets align or anything like that, and I'm cast as one of the Power Rangers. You will be one of the first to know. That would be amazing. But, like, I, I, like, we, the point of having a backup is such a great topic for a manga, too, you know? Because realistically, mine would never fucking happen. 
You know, I could not technically be, I mean, I could be cast as the Power Ranger, like you said. You know, I could be cast as the Green Power Ranger, you know, but realistically, I could not have, like, a fucking dragon flute and summon a dragon sword, which is what my, <laughs> my child brain wanted. I wanted to ride the dragon sword because the dragon sword was cool. <laughs> Uh, so I wanted to be specifically the Green Ranger, and then I could date Kimberly, you know, because well, that... well, it's kind of funny because I came up with my own because uh, uh, this was around the time when uh, Power Rangers Wild Force was going on. I came up with my own Green Wild Force Power Ranger that ha that had the crocodile sword. <laughs> That's fucking amazing! Oh my god, but like having to back up you know because rakugo could be a performance art that dies out you know yeah and that's kind of like what the um what the main guy who who's who was initially set up as the main bad guy but now that you see what he's all about it's kind of like okay kind of makes sense he kind of wants that he kind of wants that um art to um Survive. stay alive and yeah. he's trying to find the best of the best to keep it alive especially in the younger generation and, and like in that younger generation, like there's not a lot of people that would be interested in that because as you yeah. see, like the world is shifting so much. Like there's a study recently, like what is the job that you want to do? It was pulled towards like fucking high school kids, and 95% of that, I'm skewing the numbers immensely. Like the vast majority of them wanted to be YouTubers, you know? Yeah, and like, um... there's not a lot of people that will have a desire to be in a traditional nine to five job anymore, especially like in a post COVID world. Like you don't have a lot of desire for a lot of people to return to the desk. You don't have a lot of desire for people to like go back to like a traditional work environment because they like working from home. So that's the perfect yeah. career for people like that is just sitting on their ass and creating content and making a brand for themselves and a name, you know, and like in a universe like Akane's obviously like that's not totally the case, but you see like the younger generation being less and less interested in the ways of the past. And the, that's the theme that they're trying to tackle there. And with the, the past dying out as more and more people, you know, go to more non-traditional careers, more non-traditional like lifestyles, they see like that generation is watching what they love die. And that's a very depressing fact for them. So trying to kind of get younger people back into those things is kind of the generation that we're in right now even you yeah know, we're trying to drag more and more people into like traditional hobbies and try and revitalize a lot of these things that kind of were dying off um like even even trading card games are becoming more digitized and less and less popular in a traditional sense like us being a Yu-Gi-Oh channel huh? you know <laughs> you know kind of it, the progression series will be returning but um like we're seeing the focus more and more on that um, digital era, and Rakugo can't really become a bunch of holograms. No, it definitely can't. You know, you can't, you know, resurrect Tupac and project him for like seventy-five thousand people, you know, and expect the same effect as that type of a concert, you know, or you can't resurrect a fucking art form entirely created by ones and zeros. It wouldn't be the same to that generation. Um, although I feel like that's how a lot of things are going to be in the future. Like we're going to have concerts inside the fucking metaverse and uh, that setting is going to die out and I fucking hate it. Um, you're already seeing a lot of artists, you know, dip into that kind of shit. Yeah. But yeah, I, I was trying to find uh, while she would, 
going through all that. I was trying to fight because he didn't. In- the guy didn't in- the- had an interview in one of the chats, and this is what he says. Most people nowadays have never seen Rocker go. This is a grave situation in my in my mind. Just think about it. What future is there for performance art that fails to draw in new enthusiastics? In today's world, there's an overwhelming abundance of entertainment options, and we've got to do what we can to ensure Rakugo's culture flame doesn't doesn't burn out. And literally, someone is doing that, uh, watching that interview on their phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and see, that's the the part where I'm torn. You know, here uh, because that's such a very real and scary topic. Um, and even as we exist here, this is a video that is three hours long now. You know, we're just like a minute short of like three hours. Oh, God. And that is a very real thing. Like our content or the way we view it has changed so much in the last five years, even. Like we went from an era where people loved super long videos so they could throw on the Shion. Don't you dare. My cat is being an asshole. Uh, <laughs> you you have had an era where people loved being able to throw uh, long videos onto the background while they did shit, right? And then you got into the podcast format where a lot of people liked 20, 30-minute videos and nothing more, nothing less. Then you got back into this like, well, it's COVID, so I want long videos to sit in the background while I do my make my fucking you know, homemade bread. Or whatever dumb hobby that you never did two days later after you bought all the shit on Amazon because you're bored out of your fucking mind. You chose. Uh, so they could do those things and just kind of have a video on the background. Now you go back to an era where, like, our entertainment is 15-second long videos, basically. Oh, God. Yeah. I get that, but at the same time, come on. You can, you can, you can watch some... You can watch something. It's it's basically the like, annoying uh, part is Luke. The annoying part is is the people that make the algorithm for these types of things realize that you're going to sit there longer watching yeah. 15 second videos because you're like, oh, dopamine, 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 dopamine. <laughs> you know, because you're just flipping through them over and over and over again because you're like, oh, I watched that one. What's the next one? Oh, I watched that one. What's the next one? Because you're brain is wired to grasp that initial concept so fucking quickly but if it drags on too long your retention span lessens that's why there's a watch time retention out statistic inside of youtube because that's how you know if you got somebody by the balls or they escaped basically to youtube at this point i can understand why four kids had all the funny accents right because you know, the Amber Mammoth, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like uh, that no. one. <laughs> Jesse! You know. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you know. Or the boil, boil for Kirby right back at you. Or the, hey, kids, I'm Sonic. <laughs> for Sonic X, like that made kids want to sit down and watch it more. And versus, you know, sitting there and like, you have this me talking into a mic for three hours like this and boring you to death about the state of Shonen Jump. Have you enjoyed this video? If you made it to this mark, drop potato in the comment section. Please. 
I want. I really want to know how many people made it to three fucking hours on this video. And if it, and if you like me being in these modcasts pl uh, at this point, please drop, please drop a cup of tea in the comments. <laughs> well, I, uh, that will probably be watched by like five people. Five people will actually do that thing. I'm yeah. I, pie jams will pie jams will be one of them because I know I or, I know he does. Or um, Charmy. Those will be two of them. Yeah. Uh, but like, speaking of things I've drunk on way too fucking long. My, my hero. hero this um, series is the epitome of mid. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I I cannot I cannot deny I cannot deny that. Like literally, once we got to the uh, once we got to the end of um of the war arc and a character was killed off screen, I was just there thinking like um oh oh I can't I can't wait for the my heroes to do what the bleach fans did. Yeah, yeah, you know what that means. You need one jar of lighter fluid and one match and all of your volumes of My Hero Academia. Recreate the oh, meme, no. kids. Oh no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when people were just complaining about characters being off screened. Oh, you mean like Halibel? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and Shinji, and like uh, we're here and then we're gone. Yeah, Halibel is getting a Roncar deck twenty four seven right now. Um. <laughs> Or people, people generally getting attached to a hero that uh, that really um, ha has no has uh, has less character development than the true person that has that title, the Shield hero. Man, I I I want this manga done in like three months. I'm just It'll gonna... probably literally, literally, like we're wrapping up um, the Shigaraki stuff. Literally, after Shigaraki, there's only two more, uh, two more possibly another one uh one last one but literally we're near we are nearing the end sorry super eye patch wolf uh sorry yeah. talking like uh the series is done and it can stay done and i don't need a fucking boruto of this or a shippuden of this or uh, anything of this like this this fandom in particular needs to die out i uh, i when you have bullied a translator off of the internet when you have harassed um, voice yeah. actresses, actors, you have sent fucking death threats to the author over character choices, you give manga fans a bad name. And there's so much more we will touch on about this in the Toxic Fandom tier list. <laughs> Get your pitchforks and your uh, tiki torches ready. I live at blah, 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 blah. Uh, come get me. Uh because I'm going to fucking assassinate the character of a fandom. Oh yeah, you 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 can assassinate you can assassinate because I'm I'm in the I'm in the same boat of just like I have I... seen firsthand what these fans are willing to do to the talent that is behind these fucking characters. Because I yeah. go to conventions and I've seen them outright harass fucking voice actresses firsthand because they didn't like the portrayal of the character or the fucking the memes of like conga lining through the fucking security area to where like security is escorting your entire party out because you might have done something to the bags of a voice actress. Yeah, and to that, I, and to that, if the if anyone came came up to me and said stuff like that, I'll be like, okay, you take the reins. 
You you do it. I would love to see some of these fans ride a series. But I like like you said, there's not a whole lot left. There's like the, the all for one fight, there's uh Toga and then Mordan. Like basically yeah. that's that's it after Shigaraki's yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. You want you wanna know what's funny now that I said that? It's because uh, it's because my mother has just recently been doing uh, been getting into doing uh, guitar and ukulele and uh, and even she said to me, I do not know how you get up on stage and do it, Luke. <laughs> It's it's terrifying, especially like your first few times getting up on stage. It is the most terrifying thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's why I say to those people like, "Oh, you think you can do it better? Well, it looks like you've just fallen to that literal flat Flanders versus Homer Simpson clip. Oh, you. It looks like you've just volunteered me, but you're doing such a good job. Right, and uh, see, the the thing that really gets to me like is like those. Those first few times you get up on stage is, it doesn't matter if you've done it once, you've done it 10, 20 times. Like, when you return to that, like, I, I'm sure, like, post-COVID for you, like, getting back on the stage, like, even then, like, because I hadn't performed in, God, like, it was before we made the channel. It was, like, right before we made the channel was the last time I played music with my, my old band. And getting back on stage, even for, like, a small venue... I'm like it's yeah. it's fucking like you're getting all those rushes of emotions just coming back to you. It's yeah. fucking the most nerve-wracking thing because you haven't felt those in so long. It's like that it's the first time all over again. Oh yeah, for for sure. It uh again it's like the last show that I did. Like literally I was one of the first people on stage. Yeah, and being first on stage is even worse. Uh, <laughs> Like my my first performance, like on a stage, that wasn't like a, a high school or like a grade school play, or like where we sing the Christmas carols. Because, God forbid, we go a year without one of those. We're talking. <laughs> yeah, you know, I have one of those every year, and I have one of the the fucking Irish shit, and because I grew up in an Irish town, so I had to sing like somewhere over the rainbow and a bunch of shit for St. Patrick's Day. Uh, like, okay, cool. I I, I get to not do math for two hours out of my day but like aside from that like my first performance was fucking romeo and juliet <laughs> oh boy i was romeo and oh my world oh and the my Lord. girl i fucking hated with all my heart at that was point juliet was juliet and that's gonna be like the worst nightmare like there's no chemistry on stage other than we both wanted to kill each other because we, well, it was hey, a mutual hatred. Hey, at least that. Uh, hey, it that could have worked for Romeo. It that could have worked for Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Like, well, we both know how this ends. We kind of get to live this out, but um, not in the way we intend. Um, but, <laughs> oh, but like, like that was my first performance, and like, to me, I'm like, oh, I'm performing in front of my parents, and you know, a couple of like high school parents. And, like, the ironic part is her parents fucking hated me. I get my little kiss here. I'm just staring at her parents in the eye. <laughs> like, I fucking hate this, but I know you hate this more. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that... That was, like, the most douchey thing I did. Um, yeah. But, but like, yeah, that, I, that, that's such a fucking unique feeling. Uh, I, I would love... The reason I brought that topic around is I would love... To see two chapters, like two concurrent weekly chapters out of anyone that wants to bitch about 
any kind of manga ever. Yeah, I want like uh, I like I said on Twitter in regards to people who uh, going back to the politics and um, gen uh, and identity politics. I would love to write. To, I would love you guys to write something that has nothing uh, has no politics no no identity things or anything that you bitch about and see how well it does oh yeah i i'm a firm believer in like every series deserves to have its chance in the fucking spotlight so if you are willing to write those and you're a critic of manga i will read them on stream yeah, I would as well, and uh, and I'm a firm believer of like, uh, um, if you're willing, if you're willing to say, if you're willing to criticize something, um, put your money where your mouth is. Mm-hmm. And very few people are willing to do that. There are very much indeed some creators that have tried to fucking do that too. Like, yeah, I look back to the rewrite of Attack on Titan. I hate using that as an example. They gave up pretty fucking quickly, didn't they? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like um, one one person that I always will always will respect um, is a uh, is a um, fan fiction author called Wacky Biscuits. Oh God! Who, yeah, that was literally their name. Who, when Bleach ended, I I uh, I I was uh, I was on the on the fence that. Each girl's sisters uh, should have done more, and I said to her like, "Hey, can you write a fan fiction where, it, where it's instead of Uryu being stirred at A, it's actually Yuzu being stirred at A, and they actually pull through with it." Oh yeah, and, and I I always go back to like they really should have done more with that because it it was one of the most heavily foreshadowed things. Like they had their own unique powers, yeah, you know, and with Ichigo being the cum dump of the series. Like literally, he's a little bit of everything. Um, that, that would be an interesting episode of Mori. Yeah, and they actually gave a legitimate reason why um, why Ryukin stayed out of most of the arc mm -hmm. because um, his reasoning was that um, Ryukin was wanted by the Storm Raiders and didn't want to draw attention, mm -hmm. otherwise he would have been killed. Yeah, yeah, like that's really all you needed. <laughs> Right, like there's, there's so much that could have been done with that final arc. I'm glad that we're getting a little bit of a more of an adaptation with the anime. Um, yeah, but I figure it'll be like the light novel stuff and like not a whole lot else outside of that. I feel like we'll get more fights with the Sturrida girls because he uh, Kubo did say in that interview he wants to do more with them. Mm -hmm. That leads us to the 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 elephant in the room here, Luke. What One Piece? Oh God, One Piece! I think we've. I think I've pretty much said my, for lack of a better word, piece with One Piece. Yeah, I, I, I think just judging off of the, like we'll get three years of this. Um, what is yeah. very interesting in this particular bit is this is definitively the end of that era of manga. Oh yeah, and for jump. sure. And jump at least, like if. I feel like maybe we could get it in like maybe a Kodanasha imprint or a wizard or something else. But I feel like Jump has very much strayed away from that 20 year series. Yeah. And I think it's very much for the benefit of the magazine having that rotating yeah. cast. 
because it keeps yeah. it fresh. But at the same time, it is very hard for anything to fucking catch on when you cancel something every other week. <laughs> oh, yeah, for definitely. I would love it if it was like, okay, uh, okay, you've you've done half a year. You're not doing you're not doing too you're not doing too much. You get like three months to improve yourself. If you don't, so like you get at least a a year in jump before right. deciding whether or not to go. And I feel like that gives a more definitive story. You get fifty two chapters. You get basically four volumes, maybe five, and you get to tell a story. You yeah. get to tell a story. You don't get to potentially tell the story you wanted to tell, like, in its entirety. But you get to tell a story rather than trying to bum-rush everything in the last five chapters. Because oh, I feel yeah, like that's sure. where a lot of potential OVA-style anime end up getting fucked over. Because you don't get a chance to tell the whole story as it's intended. Like, Phantom Seer could get that, like an OVA. It could, but I doubt it will. It, it, I doubt it will because, like I've said before, the misconception with Phantom C is that uh, people saw one hundred thousand copies in circulation, but that wasn't the actual number that they actually mm -hmm. sold. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I, I feel like the last thing we really from Weekly Shonen Jump itself, anyway, is Sakamoto Days, and this is yeah. the interesting one because it just got the anime announcement. Yeah, but also just one last thing on One Piece. Um, Potentially now we I don't we won't be seeing a One Piece Kai where they cut out all the filler because Luffy's voice actress has come out and said like once One Piece ends she wants to retire. <laughs> and can you blame her? Yeah, I can't blame her. She has voiced that role for twenty fucking years at this point. Yeah, so that's why she said like after Luffy I'm done. <laughs> and she's like it she's getting on a bit. She's like in a uh, she's she's uh, it's like the a, OG author or the OG voice actor for Goku. Like she's old. Like she's yeah. she, she's uh, had a full career at this point. Yeah, Luffy's voice actress is like sixty-seven. I forget how old uh, Goku's voice actress is. She's old as hell. Yeah, she was well, here a couple years ago for a Comic Con. Not not in my city, but like in I think it was like did Motor City Comic Con. I think um, she was here ish in this area in this circuit that our same con production crew uh works with so like but um that was pre-covid obviously uh um, yeah but like with sakamoto days like that's an interesting scenario because this is this is potentially going to be the long runner for a while after yo's fam dies what yeah also as well um uh, just you want to know exactly how old Goku's voice actress is? 73. 85. Jesus, fuck. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, I don't think she's doing a lot of Kong appearances right now. No, no. I feel like I feel like they need to... Find like, a replacement. Put, uh, either find a replacement or put Goku to bed. Uh, I mean, if Toriyama had to say, he would be, but... Yeah. Allegedly. But yeah. Anyway, back to Sakamoto days. Yeah, I really don't want to drag this on too much longer. Um, but the, like with Sakamoto days, like there is, like with it being that interesting middle ground here, because we have all the veterans exiting, like your One Piece, your My Hero, your fucking uh, Marshall, all that, Black Clover, JJK, like all of those exiting. Like we're relying mostly on Yo's fam. 
for a while, and then Sakamoto days for a little bit longer to be those front runners for Jump. Yeah, because uh, there's so many things that like also feel like they're starting to get into end game territory, like Undead, like you said, and a few others. We Sakamoto days doesn't feel like that at all. Like it, it, it very much feels like it could drag on for a good long time. It could be a a strong trendsetter and like that mid length manga series, like that. 400 500 chapter series kind of the realm you know yeah um and it is as of this week at 82 so i can see that being another three four years as well just in its story alone but i don't picture it staying past like a 500 chapter mark oh no no i like with witch watch i feel like 400 is probably going to be the maximum moving forward for any series because mm-hmm. then that's that's like high Q le- length and that's like and that went on for eight years so i feel like eight years for one series i feel like that's more than enough yeah uh i i feel like with with that wrapping up the like the main jump i feel like we'd be kind of remiss to not mention a couple other series here yeah well my cat howls like a fucking psychopath <laughs> Because she wants wet food, and she just had wet food. Um, so, Kaiju 8. I, I have not consumed a whole lot of the series, but I know it is kind of a Jump Plus phenomenon. Yeah, I've not consumed any of it, but people talk in length about it. Um, I wasn't a big fan of like the first couple chapters of it, so I kind of let it sit by the wayside, and now I feel like I appreciating kaiju a lot more now after doing even like the podcast about uh the monsterverse and like the godzilla forms and all that shit like i i have loved kaiju for a long time but like diving into that massive fucking four and a half hour podcast with andrew that was really fun and kind of made me want to go back and reread that and kind of give a little bit more of an update on that but with it just getting an anime announced uh, here recently, I feel like this might have another two years. There's okay. There's a lot you can do with the kaiju genre, but I don't feel like this has the staying power of staying overly long, especially like in Jump Plus and how they handle series. I yeah. feel like it'll be like that middle of the round, almost like Abyss Rage length uh, by the time it's done. Uh, Chainsaw Man Part 2. Obviously, we've been covering this over on um, Chaos Squared. Uh, check it out if you made it this far in the video. Uh, we're doing weekly uh, chapter discussions on that like we used to do here. Um, I feel like we've promoted that enough at this point anyway. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I picture Part 2 being around the same length as Part 1. Like 11 I... volumes. I did initially figure that, but then I thought, like, well, if we're gonna get, if we're going down this rabbit hole of doing part, of doing parts three, uh, of doing part two, part Jojoing three, part it. Four, let's let's call it what it I, is. Yeah. The well, here's the interesting thing: is that we call it part two, but then, um, uh, but then Fujimoto's not really calling it part, not really calling it part two because it's because uh, the volume, the volume, um, the volume. It's continuing from good... 12. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, from 12. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I mean, it's kind of like Yu-Gi-Oh! was broken to, like, arcs. Like, you had, like, yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh! Part 1, you had, uh, like, Duelist, and then you had Millennium World. 
yeah, because you had like the original Yu-Gi-Oh like part, which was like fifty-two chapters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Season then you had... zero. Season zero, and then you had like the original Yu-Gi-Oh up until Battle C, which was like two hundred and odd. Mm-hmm. It was two hundred and I believe twenty-three. Yeah. Um, from so that it pretty much had the dot stone length. Yeah. Um. Then you had Millennium World. So and Millennium World like... drag on for another like hundred and some chapters. Yeah, I feel like um, I would give it maybe a little bit longer than um, part one, uh, possibly around, I'd say 110, so it's not overly long. Okay, I can see that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it just de- uh, I was just going to say, it just depends on how long uh, Fujimo is going to drive, oh, yeah. not showing um, Denji for Denji. See, I, I, like I said in the last chapter discussion, I feel like this moment here is possibly going to be setting up like the Denji bit. Um, yeah. But it's... we could also just have Yoshida and crew come in and fucking run gangbusters on this fucking uh, yeah. Bat Devil too. Yeah. It, it's funny because it seems like it seems like very very deliberately paralleling how the Wizard of Oz was set up, how you just had the Wizard of Oz in the background for, mo- for most of it and didn't show up until the end. Yeah, it, it's it's very much going on that road, and I kind of like that style that he's writing this one in. Um, yeah. But I, I could see it going like that. I could also see it being a shorter part and then part three. Um, but we have the War Devil here, so like... It... War, you would think, would be of a longer arc than, like, yeah. Famine or, you know, Death. I, I am still waiting for the Lonely Devil and the Unknown Devil to show up. Fear of the Unknown definitely would be unpopular yeah. in the South. Because that, that would be... I've said it before, that's pretty much a primal fear, the fear of the unknown. Oh, yeah. 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 It is. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. And the fear of being alone itself is... It is pretty mm-hmm. much a primordial one. Yeah, those are both like really like dick kicks of fears. Like I, I, I feel those ones a lot. Um, Don to Don though, like on the parallel here, kind of taking the the roots from the sensei kind of thing. I feel like this could wrap up around the ninety-ish, hundred chapter mark. Yeah, yeah. Like, Especially with how wacky and wild it is. Like I've only been skimming through it but i'm just like what is this series what is this series trying to be oh yeah it, it's it's very much that i i got three chapters i need to read um 66 to 68 but we're we're on the track of the second ball i mean that's kind of like one of the end goals here okay so like unless um unless his balls come to life <laughs> In this fucking series, who knows? Like, we could be fighting a giant cockiness in two chapters. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I have given up trying to predict Don to Don. Yeah. I am just along for the acid trip, like, fucking fully coolly. Um, <laughs> but I enjoy the hell out of it. But I feel like plot-wise, we could end up at, like, around 100 chapters-ish. Yeah. Um, can you not use me as a step stool, Shion, and just lay down on the bed and be a good girl? Can you do that? <laughs> no, do not dump the laundry basket. Do not dump the laundry basket. We have three other series here wrapping up pretty regularly. Uh, we have Seraph of the End, Twin Star Exorcist, and Blue Exorcist. All are, okay. are ending fairly soon-ish. Or seem like they're going to be ending fairly soon-ish. Those are like, I believe, monthly series. Um... And like I said, we just had the seven-year arc wrap-up in One Punch Man. It, it, 
go go fucking ask a genie how long that manga is going to last because i'm not giving a damn prediction for that one <laughs> the way one's stretching that one out i feel like Sarah for the end twin star exorcism blue exorcist could all end within the next year and a half yeah. um blue exorcist you know took a nice little chunky break there for a while uh, I would very much love for Boruto to end in the next three months. Uh, and Dragon Ball Super, I would love to stay forever, just to annoy Charmy. <laughs> just to annoy Charmy. Um, uh, no, the thing that I want to annoy Charmy with is him hyping up. Um, uh, well, Charmy getting her back, getting her backstory in the dwarves, and it's never gonna happen. That would. That would be ass if that doesn't happen, though. Like, I, I agree with him there. Like, that does need to happen. We have not seen anything from the dwarfs, really. That is something that needs to happen in Black Clover. I, I, I need at least as something there. Yeah, as much as I would like it, I would like it more just to see the look on Charlie's face. Oh, yeah. It just to be like, the what the fuck? They ended it. It's like a mid-series now. Like, my waifu did not get all of her character <laughs> development because they did not explore the backstory of the dwarfs. Yeah, um, but also another series that looks like it's reached its end point as well is um, Eden Zero. Okay, well, I mean, it's not yeah. a jump, but like I, I, I'm no, very no, it glad. Is, it is. It is. Uh, well, it's not a jump, but it's in. It's um. It's in like Shueisha, like yeah. Weekly Shonen Magazine. Oh Jesus! I thought it was fucking Kodanasha. Oh no, no, it is Kodanasha. Sorry, but okay. it's published. It, it's published in Weekly Shonen Magazine. Magazine, yeah. but yeah. Based on what I've seen from the spoilers on Twitter, yeah, it looks like reaching end game point. Yay! Mashima can retire. <laughs> I don't think he is going to retire. I think he'll come out with another series. Just make porn. Just make porn, my guy. Like You very much love like objectifying women in your series. Just make porn. And I will <laughs> sit here and I will jack off to it. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to deny it. Like, the man knows how to draw a body. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's why I, I honestly thought, like, he was a hentai artist like fucking um, Boichi. Like, yeah. for the longest time, like, I thought... Because he knows anatomy down to his science, Mashima does. Oh, can you imagine if Boichi and um, Ma Ma Hiro Mashima did a collab together? Hey, yo. Gimme. Gimme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the thing. That's the thing of why I, uh, why I want a um, because of what you said about like uh, with Boichi. That's the thing of like why I want him to do like a space uh, a, a space epic epic just for because of the way he drew space in Doctor Stone. Like, oh yeah, he would have he would have an absolute field day with that. Right, like it, it was like just for those who don't know, like Doctor Stone's spacescapes felt like the like world exploration panels that um fucking um togashi draws for the dark continent like they're like the vastness and openness of space is the most terrifying thing about it and he captured that perfectly when he drew that shit yeah. i and then it's the same thing like the unknown for the dark continent is like the the very terrifying thing about that and you see Togashi able to fucking create, like, that fear of the unknown with how he draws the Dark Continent in that fucking arc. So I would very much love to see a Boichi space epic. I, 
the man knows what he's doing when it comes to art, and that's why I respect him. I just don't think he's going to do a Dr. Stone spinoff. Uh, yeah, I don't think he... Uh, as much as I'd love for it, I am still, I'm still keeping it real, realistic, but I would love for it to happen. And again... The man has, reasons... like, what, four series in publication right now? Uh... I don't think he has anything in publication at the moment. He did one series, but that, uh, but he, uh, he dropped that after like three chapters. It was like a cooking series, but I don't know why he dropped it only after three chapters. It's Inagaki. Inagaki's got that new series, Trillion Game, which oh. is more like, yeah, which is more like to do with like um, poker. It's a, poker yeah, it's like gambling. That. It's Kakiaguri, but uh, yeah. make it masculine, I believe. Um, yeah. Um, but one of the other reasons why I respect Boi- Boichi uh, a lot as well is be- just because of the fact that he responded to me on Twitter. <laughs> oh, the dude is one of the most active artists on there. Um, I- I'm just uh, pulling his thing up. Uh, Japanese works. Um, One Piece episode A artwork. He was there. Uh, he did Origin. Uh, Origin's over. Uh, Korean work. Which, by the way, I've just got. I've just got to say this now. Um, I just want a One Piece Dot Stone um, crossover with um, Suika and Chopper because mm-hmm. of the fact that their favorite food is cotton candy. Oh God. Um. Because that's actually been revealed in the fan book mm-hmm. what Suika's favorite food is. Oh my God! Yeah. Um. So the. Yeah, Trillion Game is the last thing that Ignagaki is working on. It looks like he was, um, Boichi's working on a webtoon thing. Yeah. Now, uh, which, that's, um, a whole mess of its own thing. <laughs> Ignagaki's not that old either. Like, neither No, they're not that, they're, they're really not that old, um, Ignagaki and Boichi. So I could see, I could definitely see Boichi, um, Going, uh, doing, uh, doing like maybe um something akin to Sun Came Rock, but in space. Oh yeah, that's definitely a possibility. Um, but <clears throat> I just I think that kind of wraps a lot of this up because we we've talked on a lot of them. What what has actually ended this year though? That's what I'm trying to find. Um, Ayashiman was one of them. Uh, I'll go on the um, actual um, website. Wi- I- I'm going to go on the wiki uh, wiki page and see. Yeah. Um, viz.com Because there's definitely been a lot that has ended this year. Uh, that's why I kind of want to weigh in on that. Because we had... Shugamaru ended. Oh yeah, I really could not get into that. It was that one chapter was just like it was just like the most boring thing ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um I like couldn't get past chapter one either. Uh Ayashaman ended. Yeah. Uh ah, here we go. So we've got Protect Me Shugamaru, Ayashimon, and that's it? That's really it? Just them two? Magu-chan technically ended May 1st with the 77.1. Oh, right, yeah. Uh, Magu-chan... Yeah, it ended uh, in February. 
Uh, yeah, the I've just run. seen that. Um, but oh yeah, and Doctor Stone ended this year. But we, but that was already done, right? I think we've all done our retrospects on Doctor Stone. Yeah, like the other, the last series that ended before that was like November twenty twenty one. That was Nero and Red Hunter. Yeah, which um, Red Red, uh, Red Hood only survived because of the because of as you put it when when the anti devil was brought in the mummy milkers. Oh yeah, it was it was very much uh, carried by fan art like that series. That series was prime waifu material for a lot of people. Like you had the fucking muscle woman, you had fucking like the whole like heat aspect of her power just fueling like rule 34 for nope get up there you're not jumping on me just get up there um you you had like that fueling like rule 34 for a good two three weeks straight just with porn of her and then Nero was just like a mess yeah Nero didn't know what it wanted to be it tried to be a school manga, it tried to be a martial arts manga, it tried to be a combat manga, it tried to be so many different things. And, you know, when you're a jack-of-all-trade, you're a master of none. Yeah. I, I I know this ended in 2021, but I feel like it needs to be taught. I tell C, being like one of the most, uh, being like one of one that had an interesting premise, but just really dropped the ball. It very much dropped the ball. And I very much tried to get into that because it's i love psychopaths i know it's there that technology is sort of kind of problematic you know being able to tell like if somebody will ever have a disposition to become a criminal it's very uh dystopia fueled and i love that genre i love cyberpunk stuff so because as as much as that is that tech is very much becoming a realistic side effect of reality moving forward i've always loved that kind of story i grew up my uncle's favorite movie was blade runner and dune those okay were, those were two things that i had imbued in my fucking blood from my uncle and blade runner was like my my like forefront into like the the cyberpunk aspect of reality you know or pseudo reality science fiction and like the farther we progress as a society you see more and more of those things that were thought to never be able to be made be made yeah. <laughs> like self-driving cars for example you know ai's running entire websites that kind of shit and also trying to petrify the entire world <laughs> or uh you know putting artists out of a job uh yeah. but like you very much would think that would be a series that i would love i read one chapter of it on stream and i i just could not there could not have been a less likable first chapter for a sci-fi series in my life and i tried again and again to try and get into it and be like where is the message here and it really just didn't click. So it it was like one of those series that, like we were saying before, that literally seems like someone who were, who hated all the identity politics and everything like that, and just wanted to write a series and didn't have anything to offer. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate because that was something that I thought would be a really cool premise. Um, 
and that's very much a good uh, way of putting it, but, like, it felt like it was a one-shot they got too long, too, kind of, uh, like, Earth Child. The yeah. other one that ended last year was Bill King, and, like, that one went on for too long for a canceled series. Yeah. Um, so, you uh, had that that aspect of it carrying on for way too long and dra dragging for what seemed to be like author favoritism because yeah. you had a returning author that had a very successful series and Toriko, they kind of want to give them a, a chance, kind of like they gave Kishimoto. Um, so I'm just like, it seems like they give those returning authors a lot more leeway. I wonder if now at this point, if, Fujimoto stops writing in manga for a while, comes back, if he get the same treatment for a, a objectively bad series. Or, he probably would. Yeah, and that's the unfortunate thing, because the, at that point, you're showing favoritism just because you know this person has created success in the past. Not every idea is a 10 out of 10. So I'm hoping that as we move on and we, we evolve this era of Jump that we're seeing the to be kind of more open and free as we wrap this video up at four fucking hours. Oh, flaming Nora. <laughs> I, I, we could stretch this out forever, but I'm not going to. This is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, it is. We, we beat iPad 12's length. We, we did it. We did it, boys. Let's pretend like that's Yay! what we want to do. Let's pretend like that's what we want to do. And it's not that we just had a lot to talk about because we haven't filmed in probably three weeks at this point. But... We we had so many authors that had a great premise that just got not far enough that that I'm hoping that we actually get an era where they allow those authors to have just as much of a chance as those returning ones. And I feel like this is going to be the era to test it that we're in right now because we'll have Horikoshi leaving, we'll have Gage leaving, we'll have Mash's author leaving, and we'll have Oda leaving all relatively quickly. And we'll yeah. have Tabata leaving, who's like a bona fide seller at this point. We'll have five veteran authors that could always come back and write another series. I don't think Oda's going to write another damn thing no, in his life. I... But no. if he does, that would be the ultimate test, you know? Because, like, this is a man that moved past Batman and Superman in popularity with One Piece. Like, he literally has outsold Warner Brothers' top comics at this point. DC's top comics. Which feels weird saying Warner Brothers. I, I will never get used to that. But then again, like, I don't think he's going to write it. So it would fall to, like, Horikoshi at that point. Like, if he wrote a mid-series, how long would it last? Because I really hate this preferential treatment that Jump does. But I, I guess we'll know in the next, like, three, five years, right? Yeah. Because I feel like all of these authors are going to want to take a good long rest after writing consistently for this long. Yeah, I feel like um, uh, Horikoshi will probably, uh, will probably be one of the ones that does want to take the longest rest. Yeah, and I do not blame him. But uh, with that, like, we'll revisit this around December and see how close we were or if anything got added, axed, um, if we were complete fucking idiots and One Piece ended in three months. I, I know. <laughs> and, and you never know. 
you never know in the world of manga. So I feel like like the end of December, mid of December, we'll we'll drop that um podcast somewhere in there, like as a follow up, and then basically continue from there for the duration of well, if whichever dies first, the channel or Shonen Jump, <laughs> because I need sleep at this point i've had maybe six hours in two days <laughs> i don't blame you uh, the three hours and 38 minutes is the final time saying peace everyone peace